Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to list this thing, Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Yeah, what is up, everybody? Lee Michael Kimbrell, chilling in the Devoreporium 2.0, Nasty Boys and Girls across the whole wide world. How are you? Yeah. They're good. They're doing great. Round of applause. They are doing great. If you had asked them yesterday, they might have said not doing so great. No. But uh, we'll talk more about it, obviously. But the Reds did win today. Big. So if you can win on the day that you hop on the plane, that's all you can hope for. Carry that momentum over to Thursday. Carry it on Thursday, baby. We got the Braves in town. And And who who? else is in town? Yeah. This is our dear friend, comic, and ex-ball player, but more importantly, friend, Jack Snodgrass. Wow. What an intro. Hello. I'm Jack. Happy to be here. Fuck yeah. Let's talk cool stuff. (laughs) Here's here's cool stuff, is that Snodgrass moved here midst of COVID, Mm -hmm. uh, started doing comedy. Funny dude. Good hang. We knew him for a really long time and then found out that he played minor league ball for like five years. Yeah. It did not lead with that story, which is the coolest way to find something out about somebody. Uh, it's uh, it's a delicate thing to bring up. Yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's cool, but it's not necessarily the first thing you want to be talking about. Right. Just progress, <laughs> former professional yeah, especially <laughs> Especially on stage, you know, and especially when you don't really know anyone. You know, because it is cool, but it all, it's not like the most endearing thing if people don't know you, especially in comedy. Fair enough. You know? Uh, what do you mean by that? I don't, I wouldn't see it. Th- I don't see it that way. Maybe just because I love baseball so much. Definitely. But. That, that is why. And a lot more comedians are baseball, here, especially here in Cincinnati, are baseball fans than you would think. Okay. But I can see that where you, you want to show up and you don't. I mean, yeah, it's professional athlete. Yeah. True. It seems a little. It could feel a little flaunty. It's not, but I get your psychology. Right. I would it. rather kind of lay low. I would rather like make relationships on the fact of me being a comic instead of someone who's like, "Oh, you played baseball." What a great <laughs> start, man. That's that's the I, only way to handle it. There's still a lot of people it. who don't know, but I will say to you saying that Cincinnati is a baseball city. All the comics when they find out, they're all cool about it. They all know baseball shit. Like and I excited. can actually talk to them about baseball. They understand because usually. When people hear about you playing minor league baseball, they don't get it. They yeah. they think that like okay, so you was on a far team for a little bit, and then you were in the big leagues, right? It's like uh, like they don't understand the nuance of it. But everyone, every comic here, they understand what minor league baseball is, which is a big deal. Yeah. You, usually, yeah. those conversations are awful. Sure, because like, like like why? So like, why aren't you in the big leagues? Like, well, there's there's like five steps in the ladder I have to climb. It's a huge. Uh, you can draw an equivalency to stand up. 
oh, telling yeah. your buddies you're a comedian, and yeah. they're like, "What do you mean?" And you're like, "I did you ten know what? sets last week." You're exactly right. And, and you're like, "But what do you mean? Like, what, how can I see you on HBO?" Yeah. You're yeah. like, "You can't." Yeah, yeah. But I am a comic. I swear yeah. to God, I'm successful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. That's I all I want. Tens of dollars yes. doing this. Yes, I love dude. it. Okay, that's all that matters. Yeah, it doesn't matter that I've lost <laughs> money doing it. Yeah, man. I love it. Yeah, I totally get it because every time someone's like, "Oh yeah, I do comedy." Comedy, and it's like HBO, but I have people just go and they nudge me, go so Netflix, huh? And I'm yeah. like, no, don't just nudge and say so Netflix. I know <laughs> the minor leagues are fun just because it's like some of the grind of it. I mean, just to draw another equivalency, I know we've, t- but like it is like working the road, oh, except yeah. instead of being by yourself in a Honda Accord, you were with like what 25, 30 other guys More working that, the road. More. Th- with the, well, you got the staff, the coaching staff, and then there's like the roving coaches, and then there's the training staff. It's awful. It is like looking back, <laughs> it, is, it is absolutely awful. The hotels suck. The food sucks. You lose money on a daily basis. Dude, that's the. there's a story that just got passed around Twitter. I can't remember which organization. Orioles. The Orioles organization. Mm. These guys are sleeping in their cars. <laughs> <laughs> they're, give, they're making... Oh. The, they're, they're making like 800 bucks a fucking month. Yeah. 600 bucks a week. I thought they got a raise. I thought there was a minor league raise at some point. In no, the last couple no, years. They no. just shrunk the league and then told teams. Oh. Yeah, there was a out. raise in the sense that there's way less players to pay. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So, so they paid them the same but got rid of jobs. You I, know, it's just like corporate America. I see. I see. You don't want to see it, obviously, but just the. As a man who has slept in his car in the mm. pursuit of a dream, yes, I, I just have a lot of respect. At not blowing smoke up your ass, but like working the fucking road as a minor leaguer, and you know it. It's just I can't imagine a, a harder fucking grind. It's grindy. I mean, <laughs> super grindy, but. It's a lot of fun too because You're playing baseball. You see a lot of people who are in, you know, they graduated college and they're in their first job out of college and they don't even know they're miserable yet. Like they will, like three <laughs> years from now. Yeah. But it's like, oh, we're we're playing hacky sack shirtless in the outfield at three PM. Yes. Uh and there's and we don't have shit to do until until we until, have to do the, the one thing oh. that we have to do. And as a starting yeah. pitcher, I never had anything to do. I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I had to like work out and run and all that shit, and you know, take care of your stuff. But once you were done, dude, you were just the, the chasing game, a lifestyle. Yeah. The game was, yeah, it was great. Well, it you was, had four free days. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do to pass the time? Uh, I don't know, man. I, not much, like worth talking about. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Subconsciously dreamed about doing stand up. I one think day. so. I, I, yeah. I remember. Probably. I mean, I yes. one time I was like, I was in the stands, like cause when you don't the day before you pitch or two days, they'll sit you in the stands with a clipboard and you have to chart with a radar gun. It's like busy work. Yeah. I don't even know if they still do it now because everything's so automated. Mm-hmm. But it was awful. It was like you just sit in the stands and sweat your ass off and watch shitty minor league baseball. But one of my, I was talking. You sit among scouts yeah. who are rarely cool, by the way. <laughs> uh, but they think they're cool. They're like I've been a scout for forty years. I've seen it all. But they anyway. One guy was like, I so bet what? scouts suck." <laughs> he was yeah. like, "He was like, uh, well, they're gatekeepers too. So yes, they, they have power. Yeah. That's the, that, they're the bookers. So anybody with power. And yeah. It, if the if you don't wield it properly, you suck the most. Yes. Agreed. Oh yeah. 
But with this scout was like, he's like, so what do you do in the off season? And I was like, I don't know, man. And he's like, you better find something. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, you better find something. He's like, this game's going to eat you alive. And I was like, okay. So I started thinking, you know, what can I, what could I possibly do? What can I throw myself into? So I try I try to write a couple really really bad screenplays, really bad screenplays. Whoa, that's well, what you that your first venture into show business. You were like, I'm gonna write a movie. Dude, that's fucking. That's cr- I'd love the balls that uh, day. Yeah. I think I'm just a clinical narcissist thinking that I could just. I'll just do this. Yeah, that's, and, how, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's that's where you never, have to start somewhere. I, if any, whoever's listening, never write a screenplay. Yeah. Don't ever do it. Nope. I can't imagine it a harder undertaking. Stand up is so much better. I don't know why I didn't think about that first, but like, you, I guess you, can, you. There's no no one could do minor league baseball and stand up comedy at the same time. Like, you can't do two hobbies that just eat away your right. your wallet and your soul yeah. and all that shit. It's just too hard. My brain immediately was like, well, if you have these days off, you could sneak out, probably hit a late mic somewhere. Now, now you now If like, I come back and play baseball, I will hit mics on, on those nights. <laughs> you yeah. know what? You yeah. should. Yeah. <laughs> I know some positions available if you can throw maybe one or two innings I'm, every three I days. I gain 60 pounds and come back as a hitter. That's the only way Fuck I would yeah. come back. Oh, okay. He's coming yeah. back as Tim Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> Put him at tight end. He wants to catch balls from Joe Burrow. Yes. <laughs> that would be funny is if you just went to LB and you were like, listen, I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. And then you just bring out some football pads. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I never got to play football, so why not? I was I never did. allowed. So there's no actual evidence that I suck at football. Sure. I just, so I might be good. I don't know. Well, looking at the evidence of, from looking at your baseball reference, you didn't suck at baseball. I did not suck. You did not suck. I at did. I, well, I sucked. I did suck for time. I got. I was only good professionally. That was the only. <laughs> was the only time I was ever good. I was. I was talented and like projectable because I was tall, and I had a couple things working well, for I me. I had heard your name in high school because you graduated oh six oh six Bowling Green Bowling Green. I because I graduated oh nine, but I played eighth grade through. Mm. I mean, baseball was my entire life. And I knew the state rankings and the players and everywhere. D1. He's going D1. Yeah. And it's like, I, Jack Snodgrass. <laughs> this fucking. So weird. This kind of like, you know, this guy out in Western Kentucky. Mm. I, it's so fucking wild. So I kind of put that together the other day when I was back home with some high school buddies. Whoa. But yeah, man. Holy but shit. I, I, yeah, high school, I wasn't good. Like I, like, I think maybe. No, but you were tall and. Through you were good. I knew you I, fucking I mean, I guess, like, yeah. Come on. I mean, yes, but like I, I guess I was hurt. I, I look back at high school. I was like, I didn't really accomplish anything. Well, that I adds just to was, the legend is it was just like, yeah, there's this dude, there's this fucking, he's who, injured, but he's yeah. like stud, monster, stud. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had a couple good like games, and like it was good enough to like, I guess you see confidence, and you're like, okay, I, I will play past high school. But I didn't, I didn't really feel confident as a baseball player, really, ever. Yeah, uh, well, and professionally, yes, because I would I got good. I learned how to pitch and all that stuff. But still, I was all once I got professional, play playing like with the Giants and stuff. Like everyone was so much better than I was. Like I was a, I was very effective and like I could win games and shit. But everyone else, they all threw harder than me. 
They all had lights out stuff. They all got like you know millions of dollars in the draft. Yeah, I got a glove. I got dra- I got a fucking glove. <laughs> they gave you a glove. They gave you a glove. <laughs> said, Get out there and play. Kid. Yeah. And so I was just like, how expendable am I? I was like, well, I don't, I don't think that glove was worth five hundred thousand dollars. So I think- <laughs> yeah, and especially now when it's so much of it is boiled down to like a spreadsheet. Yeah. When it's just so quantifiable, mm. and you're looking at a guy who comes out. And rolls his shoulders out and stretches for thirty seconds, and then hoses ninety-seven. Yeah, and you're like, "Well, fuck yeah. me in my ass." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's that that was the thing is like in baseball, you could watch someone, you know, throw one ball and be like, "Fuck, that guy's way better than I am." Yeah, like, right. I don't need to see anything more. Just one yeah. pitch. Yeah, but I mean, it was I, I held my own, but I, I guess I, I felt like I was always frustrated, like high school and college because i wanted to be better than what i was but i didn't really know how to do it i was like i'll just try harder right and that didn't really work no so then did you decide like man i need to become crafty uh well i had a shoulder surgery uh i I got to austin p where i went to school and i went there like to be like their guy you were gonna be their 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 number one one. i i I signed early with them because i was like that's what i wanted i wanted to have that kind of stay relatively close to home yeah i wanted yeah that was part of it too uh, so I signed early, probably too early in retrospect, but I mean, it all worked out. But I got there my junior year, and I had some good draft buzz. I was like, hell yeah. I was like, I think I can go top 10 rounds. And I was like, I'm out of here, bro. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to make some money. I was like, Finally, dude. I was it's like, time to get rich. <laughs> but uh, I had uh, the worst year ever. The worst year ever. I had like a 90 RA, and I finished the season with a torn labrum. Just got Ooh. shelled. Do you think that you just got shelled because your shoulder was fucked? partially but also i didn't i didn't know i mean i guess going from the junior college i was at was that we were very good but junior college to division one is just a little different in terms of like teams what they're trying to do to you for sure Mm -hmm. yeah so i think there was some adjustment on that but i also was a fucking idiot like i was trying to throw hard right like i was out there i was like trying to bump 92 93 every game and like all i did was just throw balls so i was in hitters counts and you had did you have like a thin build at this time i was definitely smaller because Uh, i remember you've talked i mean now you're looking at these guys either starting or coming out of the pin most everyone with the exception of like a wade miley on every team Mm. is fucking strapped massive like they look like they look like they work at a auto body shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you put on what, like thirty pounds of muscle? Uh yeah, I got I got I got borderline fat one year in in AAA. Yeah, because I was like I was looking at because you're constantly trying to figure out like so what are they doing that I don't do? <laughs> right. It's like all these fucking big league starters are huge. Yeah. It's like oh, that's what it takes. They're throwing two hundred fifty innings a year. I was like, of course you have to be huge. Yeah. You, yeah. That. It's the opposite of well now it, I mean like it's trying to be Michael Lorenzen yeah where you're just fucking ungodly yoked yeah and then you look at Lorenzen and started the year off on the sixty day IL because yeah. he's too yoked yeah you knew you want you as a pitcher you want to look like Degrom yeah that's, that's who you want to look yeah. like. as, as a starter yes like you want to have like his he it's not that he's frail I'm sure if he walked in here right now I'm like damn that dude's got muscles he like, would I look thought, like right. a professional athlete yeah for sure but like he's that's he's look. graceful. Like he oh. he is he his mechanics are gorgeous. Yeah, like everything is effortless. He's in the middle of like the best 
season a pitcher's ever Dude, had. He may be. He could be like the when it's all said and done, he could be the greatest starting pitcher of all time for sure. Agreed. <laughs> and then he's just stuck in New York. And yeah. how about he just drops bombs too? Does he? Yeah. He, he is a his current right now. Mm. His batting average is higher than his opponent's batting average. That's again. odd. He's, See, that's a great flex. Here's a crazier flex. He has seven RBIs this year. Okay. He has given up four runs this year. <laughs> Dude, that is really wild, man. He yeah. has a .5 ERA. When you see a guy like doing that on DeGrom's level on the bump is also is obviously insane. Mm. When you see him be like a serviceable bat, yeah. that blows your mind, right? What do you do when you look at a guy like Shohei Otani, who is like... He could be a Cy Young candidate, and he's yeah. also in the home run derby in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's like it's he is what we all dreamt of being. You know, like he whatever Major League Baseball we all no dream we had, like he's actually living it. Just oh, a, yeah. just in a country where he doesn't speak the language, yeah, so. man. which is probably even better. Yeah, he doesn't have to talk to anybody. He gets to do whatever the fuck he Dude, wants. Pitchers at at like AAA, it is so hard to make the jump. From you know AAA to the to the show, mm. and I mean I that is why pitchers get into the National League and none of them can hit because you have to specialize so much on pitching. Yeah, but like, is there in anybody that you knew or like? Are there any pitchers that say no? Fuck that! Let me take some BP. Do they all, all pitchers? All pitchers. All want pitchers to drop think bombs? they rake. Really? And, <laughs> this is what I wanted to hear. And they're yes. all fucking delusional. Yeah. <laughs> because they can't. I knew. I knew. I like. Uh, like BP started. I was like, fuck. Like, I'm just gonna be a total hack in there. Like, I'm just gonna be hitting the top of the screen. So pitchers yeah. hit during BP. I oh, love well, that. Once you get to double A. Yeah. And it's. I mean, it, it becomes a tired act because. Like you get the double A and pitchers like I'm gonna fucking rake, dude. And it's like <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. You see him take you a couple swings. You simply are not. And then you see them in a game like get absolutely, un- you know, they just undress. They don't. Yeah. They don't touch a ball till June. So where do you <laughs> stand? Wait, did, you, did you ever hit a dinger in BP? Uh, no, no, because I never wanted to try that hard. I was like, I'm not about to blow out an oblique, right? So sure. I can, so I can talk shit in the locker room yes. about me hitting a 300. So did you have you had some <laughs> abs? Yeah. You had some abs. Oh like you yeah, had dude, to, I had course. a game. I went three for four, one game with three RBIs, a double. Uh, it was sick. How many innings did you pitch? Do I killed it? I, we we won the game like twenty to three, <laughs> and I I went like seven innings, and I had like three RBIs. I was Shohei Otani that day. That's fucking <laughs> awesome, minus man. minus like thirteen miles an hour and uh, a lot of power. Yeah, yeah, a hundred feet on wow. the So I, I know what it tastes like to be Shohei. <laughs> man, that is that fucking rules. Now we just need to take you to Denver and have you hit one off the light post in I right could do field. It. I could do it. I believe I like, it. So where we do believe you, in you, man, because we got it in twenty twenty. And uh, this is a beleaguered point on this podcast. I, even though I'm a National League boy, mm. I am jealous of the DH. I say, for the sake of the game, qu- like you just said, man, quit putting these pitchers on the base paths. Yeah. Quit putting yep. these. Why? Why is the National League, with the exception of a handful of, you know, what we have, Lorenzen. Yeah. They have Degrom. Uh, whatever. Like. 
Why do we have eight hitters in our lineup? It's got to be just like a nostalgia. Like this is how this is the way we do it here in the National League. As a a pitcher, would it bum you out if you were like, now I don't have to hit? It would be great. See, I feel like (laughs) most pitchers love it. But yeah, Yeah. it would be great because it's so hard to hit. Like that was that definitely made me better as a pitcher was just hitting a couple times like oh this shit's impossible i'm yeah. in control yeah. in the mound yeah yeah yes. total control it's like even the best hitter in the fucking league is staring me down i'm gonna get him out seven times out of ten yeah hitting is fucking <laughs> I'm, hard. my first day b someone just threw like a normal fastball outside corner and i was like i was like oh that's on my shoe tops yeah i was like and the umpire was like <laughs> <laughs> like, it, was, it was just a normal pitch at the knees. Yes, exactly. I was like, "How the fuck?" Did I, I can't hit. Did, yeah. did you ever have a moment where you were in the cage and then you like took a swing at something and you were like, "Oh, like you had a realization. What if I place this here? This is almost fucking impossible to hit. Like, can't, uh, like I can do that." Yeah, I, I should have been way more cerebral as a pitcher. Like it, 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 it's insulting. Like you'll go up or you'll see a position player go up and. Pitching like you know a, a blowout and go three happens three to the down. Reds a lot. Yeah. Alex Blandino you know. has fucking four appearances this year. So I, there's so much going on, and you can't you can't grade hitters off of your hitting ability. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, well, I can't hit that, so sure. they, he couldn't. Hit yeah. That. <laughs> so this fucking second round pick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ninety three at the top of the zone. No way he can hit that. <laughs> but yeah, you learn a lot hitting. Definitely. I I remember uh, like I I had I really struggled for like the, my first couple ABs because like it's just so much to to try to account for mm-hmm. and like even like bunting is unfair because you don't you have I haven't bunted in like ten years and they're like all right so you need to put this ninety five mile an hour heater down the third baseline and uh, move these runners catch in. it with your bat it's like yeah. what sure not, I did. Square up my vital organs. Well, we saw it. We just called the kid up. He had a rough start a couple starts mm. ago, Vladimir Gutierrez. Okay. But, I mean, he, he's been studly for us. Okay. He looks like a big leaguer. I think he's here to stay. But his first three games, he was called to get a bunt down a lot, and it didn't happen once. No. I mean, the guy was up there. It's like a Free. mini swing. Yeah, He's it was, yeah. It was really it. bad. It's a lo- no one has any sympathy for you either. And no I think it's just horseshit that American League pitchers get to be fully specialized pitchers who get to pitch and then go sit in the dugout and then go back out there and pitch and then go sit in the dugout <laughs> until they're out yeah. of the game. But they have to get out another big leaguer. Yeah, they do. They, they do have to get out another big leaguer, but that's sake of the game that's true we want but, good at bats but also why why wouldn't there be more programs coming up for you know national league specific minor league teams like you got to put a bunt down yeah. in bp just to keep it loose i mean they yeah look we they coach us to bunt like we they but there's not a whole lot like I, it was a lot of like all right so like i remember the first time like you're like okay so i'm starting tomorrow i'll take bp today and they throw you a couple rounds, and you know you hit a f- couple shitty foul tips, and they're like, "All right, now bunt a couple down the third baseline." I was like, "Do I haven't bunted since I was like 17. I know. And, and they, there's no coaching. They're like, "All right, just do it." And they, you don't do it, and they're like, "What the fuck's your problem, bro?" I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a whole different part of the game that one half of the league has to learn and utilize. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of, I guess I like that there's two different leagues, and they have, you know, their own traits i guess yeah because it does change the game but then also it doesn't really it's not that big of a change nobody everyone's just dropping bombs yeah 
You know, yeah. I mean, the Padres, I found this out when they swept us, yeah. but uh, yikes, uh, they lead the league in stolen bases mm. by 23. Yeah, yeah, that's... Well, it also helps when you have Fernando Tatis Jr. who just can running s- just do anything Tommy and anything he wants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, love Tommy Pham. Yeah. God, I wish he was a red. I know. Thought he might have been. Girl close. Um, but also, like, my thing, my conspiracy and talking with other, you know, fans and stuff that are educated the national league the owners are so fucking cheap they don't want to pay a player to sit on their bench who just hits mm. that's how old school they are yeah that so goes. that's where it's at and that's where we're going to have contention with the cba coming up follow the money mm. so i mean what have you i mean you know what's coming up it's, it's gonna be next year i mean we have agreed that we're fucked we're probably going to see a strike next year like do you have any knowledge or information like that you think that you'd be like man i hope that this doesn't happen what would you change what would you add in there to protect more major leaguers and more specifically minor league players Ooh, i don't know enough about it i don't think they're going on strike though i mean at this at this point baseball couldn't afford to do that that's the biggest fear yeah it's like there is a there is a huge disconnect between the owners and the players and just like there is in like every major league Mm. or there at least there has been in the last four or five years and you see how some Mm -hmm. leagues have dealt with it but i agree man i i agree with both of you sadly where i think a strike is probably like what 50 50 I'd say it's 75-25. 75-25 for real. It seems I didn't imminent. Know that real. And if it does happen, yeah. it is it's not the last nail, but it's the second to last nail in the coffin all the way hammered. Yeah. I mean, this league it's baseball is as as much as we love it and in some markets it grows and sure TV region all this stuff like overall dying man yeah definitely celebrity boxing is more (laughs) more popular yeah they gotta find a way to to repackage it to for i don't know i don't know how you sell baseball these days you know because everyone has these short attention spans so like selling baseball i know it happens a lot at minor league games did you ever see some like wild minor league gimmick where they bring out like a snake handler for the seventh inning stretch they'll do anything They'll do anything. Any any C list celebrity, they'll trot out there for a reaction. I mean, every every fucking. Me and Billy are going to throw out a first pitch. <laughs> <Let's somewhere. go>. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, you could do it at a Marley Park tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know. I just I just need the right email address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could put you in touch. I can, there's a, I know I know some people who can make you in the minor leagues. So. <laughs> oh hell just yeah! Go on tour. <laughs> Seventh inning stretch. We do five minutes in between, or we just do sets in between the field switch on the dugouts. Yeah, we were gonna do summer 2020, uh, Louisville, Dayton, Chattanooga, Greenville, Greenville, Whoa. all the red cities, and go and throw out first pitches and do do try to set up a show at night. That's awesome. It would have been cool. Would have been pretty cool. Thanks. Mm. Thanks. Corona. Thanks, China. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Mm, we all had something that died. It all, it all cost us something. It, That's yeah, true. For sure. But like, any anything in particular stand up? Uh, so for me personally, I got to meet a couple wrestlers because they trot they trot those dudes out like Kurt Angle. That was awesome. That, Kurt Angle. that was awesome. Even though you know, I don't know how. I don't think he remembers it, but uh, sure. Uh, that was cool. I mean, just every. It, it's almost every inning th- that they're doing some shenanigans on the field. They're, they're like, look over here, guys. Here comes a funny clown guy. And yeah. it's like, dude, it's insulting. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, 
Like I, so I went to a, a Reds game with Spencer yeah. Demolke. Yeah, uh, it was my first big league game I'd been to, and I don't think I think since I stopped playing. Right. Um, so we're watching, and they're doing the the hidden cup thing yeah. on the screen. Yeah. yeah. And Spencer hits him on the shoulder. And he's like, "Oh, look!" And I was like, "Fuck you, bro!" I was like, "Do not hit me. Do not tell me that you're into the cup game, the jumbotron." And you think they finish up? He's like, two, two. I was like, "You are embarrassing." Bro. Well, well, the good news is it's a Coney shuffle. Oh God, my bad. I'm sorry. The Coney shuffle. No, do not baby. apologize for the hidden Coney game. That is so funny here. The player's perspective. We're so jaded because we see it all. It's like we see, you know. I don't think I don't think it's a magic trick. But when people come to a game for the, you know, they don't come to baseball games all the time. So we mm-hmm. see their gimmicks. Oh yeah, their bits over and over and over again. We see it work on all the fans. Like, dude, come on, stop falling for this. I like, know. Yeah. Well, it's just like when you see a terrible comedian do the same hack tricks, and you're like, come, you like same that? Same thing. Yeah. You just, fucking like that? Okay. Sometimes they're okay. They could be entertaining because they, they'll get people from the crowd to come in and like do well, an yeah. air, air well, guitar solo. Well, you get like four young kids to spin around in a circle for 30 seconds and it's, then it's, do a race. Some yeah. good, uh, funniest home videos type shit. The best, oh. the best thing I saw was uh, they found. Uh, I don't know if he was an Olympic sprinter. I don't think anyone was. I think he was like a college sprinter. Right. I think he's famous now. He's with the Padres. But I saw him on his come up. He would dress up as a squirrel. I know exactly who yeah, you're talking about. As a squirrel, and they would get some jabroni from the stands. Like, hey, you want to race a squirrel, bro? And he's like, hell yeah! So, <laughs> He'd give him so like a fifty they, yard head they, start. Yeah, they give him. They it's pole to pole, so it's like you know a two hundred yard yeah. sprint. Yeah, and they give the guy from the stands like a sixty-yard head start, and the guy from the in the squirrel suit just who is this kid? He, he said he's with San Diego. At, yeah. at some point, at some point, I forget his name, but I remember this happening because then there was also the Flash. Okay, in Atlanta that used to do that, run from pole to pole, and then we had it here in eighteen and nineteen. Okay, we had a sprinter too, and just saw one one dude out of the. 30 games I went to in 19 win. Yeah. But it was embarrassing. I watched someone dry heave halfway through the run. <laughs> just hands on his knees and the sprinter like stops. He like pats him on the back and then just smokes Yeah, him. it's a long run, dude. It's a long run and people think pull they can the pull, do it. Man. It's a long run. I saw, so what they used to do for Fireworks Friday on the 19 is they had some dumb show or thing in between while they have to finish setting up the fireworks and probably the best thing i saw though uh was they had a they had four people for regionals for the nathan's hot dog eating contest they held the regionals before the fireworks after a ball game (laughs) that's how desperate it is it's like we got to keep these people in the ballpark let's have them watch fat fucks eat hot dogs (laughs) yeah let's let's get these fat fucks eating hot dogs to watch fat fucks eat hot dogs I was just taking notes, watching them. Like, oh wow, look at the dunk time! Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. good. I had a rap soto set up to see how fast they shoved it in their mouth. Mm. There you go, man. You know, but um, and then the other time they brought in like a touring softball home run derby. Okay, see, that I would was be down for that. Dude, someone hit it off of the jumbotron and left. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Great. That's Watching awesome. Watching those, those balls backspin and fly up, and just looking at me like that, that dude is clearly on anabolic steroids. Absolutely, that would be a funny show. Like even if it was just a reality show to follow around, like the king dicks of the uh, softball home run oh, game. Man. It's a great YouTube rabbit yeah. hole to go down. Yeah, but I would like to know like the personality. Yeah, I would like to know their, where they came from, why they're this guy. Yes. 
First of all, why they're not playing baseball. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And why they have so many M frames. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Uh, so uh, we need to, I don't know, next time, when are they coming back? Dude, I don't know. We got to do it. We got to hit it up. What if we hosted an open mic? That was literally just in between innings at a y'all's game, oh. and we booked <laughs> and we booked like nine people oh. to go up and live, you in, know, bro. and you you just you know work cleanish or whatever, try your material, do some crowd work, just do whatever you can for a minute to for for three like a minute and a half, minutes. Yeah. three minutes. Dude, What's we should going totally on, guys? do that. Hey, how we doing? Make some hey. noise. How y'all's doing? How y'all's doing? <laughs> how y'all's doing, it's, man? So I got weird balls. Yeah. <laughs> Just try to do material. Yeah, That's that would hilarious. be fun. They, got, they might go. They might go. They might let it rip. They're down to try anything. I mean, I would assume any minor league, like, and well, independent league. Which did you see the name of the new Danville team for the independent league? Danville, Danville Kentucky? Kentucky. Yes. There's an indie league in, in Danville. Yeah, and their name they are the Otterbots. The Otterbots. Otterbots, an otter that looks like a robot. It's I'm amazing. On board. Uh, yeah. Sure. Did you see the shit with the Savannah Bananas? Oh my god! See, I, I, I see. I, this is just. I see. This is just total disrespect for the players. That's more. Than, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I it's believe like, it. We're gonna put you in this ridiculous. Our our mascot is not even a mascot it's anymore. It's an otter robot. Yeah. yeah. It's an otter. <laughs> and what started with the Rumble Ponies, and that's where that's where Tim Tebow uh, is the AA affiliate for the Mets, and the, the year he got there. Chasing all his clout, they changed their name to the Rumble Ponies. I was like, "Good fuck you, Tebow, and your hundred grand. The you should, you are a Rumble Pony, <laughs> the Rumble Ponies." <laughs> but it's it's like a, it's so desperate for attention. Yeah, it's like you could have called yourself anything, but you. I get being like being a player and having to go out there in like some Stardust Rumble Ponies jersey. It is I Rolly, but. I totally get that perspective. It is just the organization doing everything they can, everything they can. to yes. get asses in the seats. Right. Because as a player, at just like as a comic, you would like to think, dude, me going out there and pitching a quality start, like that I'm a ball player. That's all I gotta do is go out there and kill, right? Yeah. You need a fucking gimmick to get people to <laughs> That's be there so true. to appreciate what you do. That's so true. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean I get I totally get fucking rainbow night at it's like performing at ladies night at the chuckle fuck hut you sure. know oh yeah 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 Olives, you know sure like who was the team that released the harambe jerseys oh this my year? god not even in ohio no they were like a dc they were a, a nats affiliate and they put out harambe jerseys Dude, the harambe sleeves night. on their jerseys are covered in pictures of harambe the gorilla oh this no this year they did full harambe chest with their normal red sleeves see that's so crazy i mean just like yeah, I, I get both sides of the argument, but as a player, it's just like, cool, we're a meme. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're 20, 19, 21 years old right now, you grew up in that age, and they probably think it's sick. I mean, it can be, it's kind of funny. Like, it, it's not like when they enter, because we, I don't know how many different, because they do that with jerseys all the, all time. the time. You know, they'll be like, oh, all right, yeah. today where it's Hawaiian night, yep. and you're going to be wearing. A fucking lay. Lay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No hats. Yeah. <laughs> so no like, headdresses. And then they sell it, and you know they sell it that night, and it's game worn and all that stuff. But I mean, I so I, I get the the business aspect of it. I really do. But as a player, 
and like in the off season, you're like, so who do you play for? It's like I play for the Otter Twats. Otter Twats rules. It's pretty Fuck cool. Yeah, I've been man. Otter Twat for years, dude. I'd buy that hat though. That's the problem. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's the thing is that because I, I remember before I even like was playing minor league ball, I was looking at like minor league hats, like mm-hmm. just for like just for shit to wear out. I was, like, I was like, these rules. are cool. Yeah. Got a lot of them. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Because in Richmond we were the flying squirrels, and then one time I saw Julian Edelman rocking a flying squirrel hat. I was like, "Oh, I get it now. Don't yeah. get it." I've got a Lexington Legends uh, Dia de los Muertos edition. Uh, okay, it's, it's like a, it's like a candy That's skull. Cool. It's dope. That's cool. Yeah, they, I, Marley has great hats. I mean, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. That's what they are now. It's amazing. They used to be the Suns. The Jacksonville yeah. Jumbo. Okay, shrimp. now the, 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 there we go. The jumbo shrimp is way better than the suns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. One hundred percent of crustacean that's delicious compared to the thing that heats up our planet that will eventually explode and kill all of us. <laughs> that's true. Right? That's way right. better of a name, no doubt. And it's a little on the nose. Like we get it. We're in Florida. Yeah. You know how how long were you guys under time pressure? Like hey, we need to come up with a name. Like. 30 seconds right like, yeah. uh the suns, the suns. <laughs> look around but like you know like the jumbo shrimp so like when they switched their name they immediately sold out of all their merch uh take a look at uh i mean the y'alls they got named a bone bar stool which Ugh, said, you know, that's the best it minor league headline. baseball. It makes, it makes, it makes a headline. It makes people pay attention, and it's smart. But I totally get it. I don't know. I don't know if I could ever play for the trash pandas. Uh, is there a trash panda? Oh yeah. But what is a trash panda? A, a, a raccoon. Oh, I, I thought that sounded like something like. Uh you get it like a massage parlor. Or something. <laughs> like, right. you know, yeah. It's yeah, off the menu. The trash <laughs> oh, baby, you want a trash panda? Roll over. <laughs> <laughs> Roll over. She, yeah, exactly. So the trash pandas are who? Yeah, she picks oh, up. That's a great she, one. She picks up a phone. She's like, bring in the team. Bring them in. We got a trash panda. <laughs> we got a trash panda. Can you bring me extra gloves? Uh, so a trash panda is a raccoon? Yeah. Yes. That just become a raccoon. And, and now I, if I'm 100% sure that the that it is on a rocket now too if okay, i'm correct as if why not just meme it up yeah rocket city trash pandas yeah next thing you know there's going to be an indie team who pays its players in crypto yeah oh dude that I would actually be that. better than what with what they what they normally get paid For like real. you could at least say like it's kind of an investment yeah right <laughs> i'm playing with futures here <laughs> yeah, yeah. i am a prospect and i'm being paid that's right prospects. it's all about three years from now Just guys all a fucking yeah. gamble dude there you okay. go that's not a bad logo yeah i'll get down with See, that if it's done right and it's not that's too true kitschy. you gotta have a good graphic designer on the squad right i mean the same thing with um with like with the y'alls as they hired a great local graphic design team to fucking kill i mean look at the mascot well the, the <laughs> it's good a thing mascot is, wearing a trash can so this is one thing that i wish i understood before i played professionally is like when it comes to minor baseball nobody gives a fuck about winning games so no. you're, you're not breaking yes. it down by guys trash pandas on three yeah <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a good week trash pandas and like the managers like guys we play trash panda baseball okay there's a brand of ball that we have <laughs> you know there's a culture here. Right. Yeah. It's not like that at all. And I, I that's something that I didn't understand. So like that is interesting that the, how the minor league system works where you are playing a team sport but you can only be promoted by individual prowess. Yeah. So it's you've weird. got a 
locker room of like 20, 25 guys, you want to go out there and win a game. But like you said, it's just not the ultimate goal. No, no, Everyone's no. goal is getting the phone call. It's so strange. I mean, they'll they'll put that facade up there, like because if you're losing games, you want to win. It's more fun oh, to if, win. Yeah, if you're losing games, that means you're collectively playing like shit. Poorly, everyone, sure. so the manager will get in your ass over that right. for sure. Uh, like everyone wants to win games, but I will say though, like even though we were all kind of fighting for the same spot, I know I don't really ever remember bad locker rooms in minor league baseball. I mean, some, some guys would be apathetic, and right? You, you have, and you get that, and some guys, you know, totally aloof, but. Not too many guys are cutthroat like that. Like, That's sure, which, which, I would believe cool. that. Yeah, and one of the things like I've re- so I've been diving in deep playing MLB Twenty One okay. the show a ton, and like how prevalent was that with dudes when you were traveling that brought their PlayStation and played online? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of that. A, a lot? lot. Yeah, a lot of dudes were playing the show, especially on whatever the handheld thing was. The PSP. Uh, the PSP. Yeah. The oh PSP. shit! A lot of people would bring it, but I mean. I feel like a lot of... I, I didn't really game when I was playing. I should have. But uh, I, just, I had to have like a 10-year hiatus in gaming. I just got the Nintendo Switch pre-pandemic. Oh, are oh. you gaming again now? I, yeah, it's the best. Oh, I've seen... I've walked in yeah. on a, ga- on a uh, mid-FIFA. FIFA. Oh, you play FIFA on the Switch? Uh, yes, yes. So what... Uh, I mean, I just picked up for my road trip. I just got Super Mario Brothers Deluxe U. Okay. I'm familiar. I don't have it. But, uh, well, you can borrow when I'm done. Okay, the Switch is phenomenal. I, I will do any advertise. If you guys have any Switch advertisements that you need me to read, I'll do it. Oh, oh damn! Look man. at you with a perfect segue without even knowing it. <laughs> Guest of the fucking year, Jack Snodgrass. Speaking of, uh, you know, uh, advertisements and reads. Here's one. It's something that's very cool. You guys might think it sounds familiar. Spotify Green Room, baby. It's just another form of media for you to listen to. Basically, what you're listening to right now people get online uh, and you can also join the conversation you know so uh, it's live audio only sports talk platform you download it and use it for free baby you can talk to us fans athletes insiders in real time it's very cool it kind of feels like a live podcast that you get to uh, get in on baby like I said it's free you can uh, start your own conversation you guys can watch games together you can react to games and the biggest news and the rumors and all of that bullshit Baby Spotify Green Room. Uh, we'll be hosting a room every week on uh, uh, X Day at Y Time. <laughs> Come on through and talk to us, baby. Uh, all you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free in the iOS or Android app store. You make a profile, you link that Twitter to it, and you join our league, baby. Follow us at the new Nasty Boys to be notified when our room is going live. Uh, thank you very much. Spotify Green Room, what an excellent sponsor. Yeah, we you're love great. You. Thank and you. Nice new rebrand. Yeah, we use it a lot. You guys might have formerly... Yeah. You remember the read. It's just a fully different thing. It's a whole, just a different name. Spotify Green Room. Yep. yep. Go in there and meet Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if, yeah, that's my call to action. Download this app and use it, and I guarantee, promise, you will do the Joe Rogan podcast yep. experience. You yeah. will do it, and the whole time, he'll be eating an elk steak. Mm. Hopefully, you can get in on it, man. Hopefully, one of these days. You, you got your Rogan on. I came I came over today and was quickly offered a large slab of beef. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, And yeah. you both are leaving with large slabs of beef. Yeah, yeah man. The Rogan of Cincinnati. Oh, please don't. Billy <laughs> Let me pee. Yeah. I'm more of the Alex Jones, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think vaccines make frogs gay or whatever. <laughs> 
Well, science, you Frogs know. Frogs make me horny. <laughs> so, okay, switch talk real quick. Okay. Did you beat Zelda? Did you get Breath of the Wild? Yes. So good. It was like, uh, like so good I wanted to cry. Did, how did you... It was a fucking masterpiece. Right. Yeah. All right, so first Switch game I got and played was Mario Odyssey. Same. And I didn't know... I played the Wii, and I was like, this sucks. And, <laughs> and, and, and the Switch is so much better. And I didn't know how good the... Uh, how receptive things were going to be with the uh, Joy-Cons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was flipping my hat around with Mario. I was like, dude, this shit is amazing. Like, I, I, it made me want to get my wife pregnant and fast track to have our kids through where they could play. I wanted to share it with children. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Uh, so Mario was amazing. And I, I was intimidated by Zelda. It, it I, I waited. I waited like six months. Mm-hmm. Of I had to get my my game my gamer muscles back. Yes, my brain get my you know my alpha brain. <laughs> <laughs> my alpha brain. So that's where I, I, I was. Back I was like, dude, I can't. I can't start Zelda and then let this game destroy me. Like I have to beat this game somehow. Oh So yeah. I had to get myself. In, it was amazing. That that was it was truly awesome. I played The Witcher. Have you played The Witcher? Dude, I've I have. So I'm not a huge RPG guy. Okay, I wasn't either. But I've heard that that game is just phenomenal. It's awesome. You can really get lost in it. I, I think with the Switch, it's not in terms of like uh, the quality of the game compared to like PS5 or whatever they're on. Sure. My the graphics aren't uh, aren't as nice, but the game itself was really, really fun to play. Sure. Uh, and that's more important than how good it looks. It and gives scary. A God damn, it was scary. Uh, really? I don't know. I, I'm a child. I've... Uh, <laughs> I get nervous. Got spooked. Yeah, I got spooked, mm-hmm. man. Because they, you know, that's there's <laughs> they the, want to spook. You. Yeah, it's theatrical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, and graphic, my God, you get to have sex with whores in there. It's, oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's some medieval whores. Now, <laughs> see, that's the only thing I knew about the game, and yeah. then YouTube, and I was like, tight. Yeah, it's Hell pretty yeah. cool. I would wait till my wife went to sleep. You know? <laughs> there you go. They get in the Witcher, huh, dude? The Witching Hour, mm-hmm. indeed. So I waited on Zelda too. I okay. waited until I was like, I know this game's going to eat me alive it's all i'm going to do and so when my wife got her positive covid result i was like this is the perfect time to play this i can't leave for two weeks yes so i just sat and just gamed the fuck out of it yeah smoked it yeah 80 percent of the shrines got the master sword master shield yeah okay i did that all out i i don't know how many shrines i got some of them were unsolvable impossible (laughs) and i would like sit and i'm like i would do for 30 minutes and then i would watch a youtube clip of someone do it in two i'd scream at my laptop alicia would wake up and go what's wrong i go zelda then she'd go okay child go back to sleep and then i would just do it again in a minute yes it's like fucking really yeah bullshit it's bullshit oh so infuriating Uh, an amazing game though super mega baseball 3 it is on the switch it's on the switch okay it's awesome okay it's an arcade style baseball game but with simulation kind of gameplay okay it's it's great. You you can you, you, there's a team name on there called the Sirloins. Okay. Goofy names, big heads, large bodies, but tight ass gameplay, great pitching mechanics, awesome hitting mechanics. Cool. I will have to check that out. Analytically driven. Analytically driven. Which is surprising when it when you look at the play style, you're like, really? I could use I I play FIFA too much. I, it's all I've played in like the last year. Oh shit! I tried. I, we we got Mario Party. That was cool. Yeah. I got Donkey Kong, but I wasn't. Donkey Kong's great. I played it on my Wii U. Okay. 
tropic frozen tropic or whatever something like that it's great then someone comes in and freezes the island and did you did you know who plays donkey kong in that game there's a Someone? There's a person that's playing it. They uh, mo it. Is it Robert De Niro? No, what? it's Alex Schubert, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. They mo him. They said, perfect size hands. He's going to listen to this and be like, God damn it. You know, you, Billy, you brought up uh, minor leaguer you know, guys on the road bringing up the, bringing their... Uh, Video game boxes. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> video game boxes, dude. I, I you guys were this talking, and I was just like, like All right, cool. What about, what about yeah. Crash Bandicoot? You know? <laughs> no, I, I, it's not my bag. But I am fascinated by. There are probably a bunch of dudes right now in the in the league coming up, double A, wherever they are, trying to make a little supplementary scratch on Twitch playing the show. It's like a whole part of the society now like okay. it's it's like a it's like a gig economy gig that you can Is do watch a professional play his sport try see try. that's the thing that kind of it might be in their collective bargaining agreement it might be in like you know the MLBPA like they can't like everyone everyone's in the game i know exactly so they probably couldn't make money off of like streaming it wouldn't it be kind of like betting not like betting on yourself or whatever like if you were you know, went on to DraftKings. You're like, I'm going. I'm going to put money on myself. I'm going to go three for four, or whatever. But right. like, there's got to be something there because I know like Tony Santian and They'll Tyler Stevenson have played one of the streamers I watch. Like, yeah. played them live and talked through it. But I don't know if they could actually make money off of that. Yeah, that that would be a bummer if they couldn't monetize it. But I do just think it's like a unique thing. Just social media and your own platform and Twitch and being able to stream and do anything, especially if you are coming up in a, as a professional athlete and like the limelight mm. and any limelight you can get, you'll take. And it's like, it's, I just, well, I've seen it on Instagram and stuff. It's like the hot stud that, at, that UNC, you know, the shortstop that plays for at Chapel Hill right now. That guy's got 20,000 followers. And he just like goes on there and plays? They're like influencer baseball players. That's that's the future. It's, it's, it is the future. I mean, you're seeing it. I mean, we've talked about it on the pod forever, but Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Trevor Bauer's got a yeah, huge yeah, yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah, catch yeah. him on Twitter every single day. And it's just interesting. Like I, That's definitely ha- each. Have you, have you heard of NBA Top Shot? No. Oh, boy. Have what you heard is- of NBA Top Shot? Do you mean like the game, like the thing that? No, it's uh, NFTs, but for basketball cards. Essentially, every NBA oh. it's NBA licensed. Players own them. Basically, every NBA player is now his own uh, stock. Essentially, that it could be traded. You could buy into. Yeah. Oh. Via, via cryptocurrency. So it's that's uh, crazy. And What's I, it called? I, NBA what? NBA Top Shot. Uh, it's kind of cool. So like, well, it's, me, it's ridiculous, and it's like, what the fuck is this? But it's also, some part of it is undeniable. It seems too. inevitable. Yeah, and I think MLB Tops is doing this. They're doing NFT. They're doing their cards mm-hmm. digitally via NFTs, but I don't... And they the NFT the, versions of the cards suck. Yeah, the, the NBA is way cooler because it's videos. It's mm-hmm. like you get a snippet. Yeah, of a highlight. You essentially own a highlight, whereas I, I don't think the, that's what it's like for tops. No, the tops versions. It's just like they rushed them out, just trying to cash grab. Okay, and they're just like pretty bland, boring cards. Okay, and see that's where like we talk about baseball in the future. It's like why wouldn't you just do like because you could make baseball look cool. 
a, a, a card, especially compared to an NBA top shot, it's not cool. Like, but you, if you can take a snippet of a huge home run and a guy bat flipping flip, it, yeah. bat flipping it, and the crowd going crazy, guy striking a dude out and then fucking screaming and flexing that. his chest. And that's the part of baseball that you can sell. But the the cards are so antiquated. Like they're classic, yes. But the way the NBA has done it, it makes the game more interactive for fans. Right. And it sure. makes you want to be a part of it. And it makes you – because you, you – especially if you go to a game and something cool happens, you could actually own that memory. Like yeah. actually mm-hmm. relive it uh, in, you know, instead of a souvenir cup or whatever. Now, let me get this straight. So with NBA Top Shot – you get an NFT that you have to buy with cryptocurrency. So it's a made-up thing that you have to buy with a made-up thing. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I, Is that too much? Well, I don't know if that's this the most scientific way. Of, you basically go on there. It's a, and you put your you put your credit card in. You don't have to you don't have to launder your money through like four different cryptocurrencies. Right. You can just put your credit card. In. But yeah, something about through the block. It's not crypto. It's blockchain. It's blockchain. Yeah. My bad. I'm an idiot. Uh, it's the it's somehow that and that's the value in the cards because none can be duplicated and you own the a one piece of it. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you can basically go on it's standard e-commerce. I want that one. You get you want. There's certain aspects like some of these are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars already. That's uh, insane. Like you get like the LeBron doing the Kobe dunk. Yeah. If you get a low serial number on that, like it's worth. Like I don't, I don't know. I, I would say upwards of a hundred thousand dollars, easy. I think some of the bigger transactions are. That's so wild. Figures. Are you t- tied up in crypto at all? Uh, a little bit, but I was really late. Yeah, I was really early and really late. I had some early on. I had no, and I, I had whenever I got married, I had some gambling winnings that because that was that was crypto was only good for gambling because yeah. it's <laughs> so hard to get money out of gambling. You have to like blow a guy in Aruba and they fucking uh, like <laughs> right. it's so hard well unless you use betonline.ag oh okay is they, are they, are they, hey they the okay yeah so yeah I, I had to I put some money from a betting account into Bitcoin I got it I had Bitcoin at like bro like like $200 like that, that was what was the price and I had no idea what I had we were getting married I we our honeymoon was coming up and in like two weeks, that money like quadrupled for no reason. I yeah. was like, I'm taking this out and paying for some honeymoon stuff. Right. And yeah. Right. And, that's and not that's a bad move. Smart. It was smart. Uh, until now. Until now. <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> until, it's just, until now. Now it's just but, fucking no, I've bonkers. Been, I've been super skeptical of the crypto shit, but my dad's really stayed on me about it. And now I kind of, I'm, I don't. Your I'm, pops is on it? Yeah. Really? He's crazy. But uh, yeah, he. Not not so much Bitcoin per se, but like Ethereum stuff like that. It's like just I, the I, idea. I, of I, can, it. I can see Bitcoin. I couldn't see it like twenty years from now. It's like it's just a a digital store of value. That's it. Yeah. But the Ethereum thing is a little different because it's little, it's functional. Bitcoin is just kind of there. It seems like. But how I, is Ethereum? Fun- I I just how is Ethereum functional? Oh man, you're really gonna test me here because I yeah. I basically unloaded all the crypto knowledge I have. That's all. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, it is so vague and so inevitable that I'm just like I'm gonna just wait until there is the cryptocurrency for dummies book that comes mm. out and it's like very easily it's not coming, just though. adjusted. They're, it's people not, are gonna no. make their money in the shadows. I think that's what they've always done. Yeah, so I, I feel like I don't know something about Ethereum, but like it, it's. Ethereum specifically 
has, uh, I think, uh, a big portion of all the NFT sales. A lot of the NFTs running around okay. are using the Ethereum blockchain. So they're involved in all that shit. So it's just like, if you think NFTs are cool, then by proxy, you think Ethereum's cool. That makes sense. And that's pretty much <laughs> as, as far as I can take it. I know. <laughs> because I still don't get it. There's like, there's a wallet, there's a chain. I'm just like, I, I don't know. I, 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 that's, I, how, that's how I was. That's and then the, one day, it just kind of clicked a little bit because it's like uh it's kind of like it's it is decentralized finance and people in theory are going to use it to get off of like the dollar and yeah. shit like that that's and, like, super sure. scary and, right and, now yeah. is the doomsday of the american dollar yeah and it happens every every couple you know every couple decades everyone's like the u.s dollar is going to explode mm. but it's it's getting ugly right now. We don't it's need weird, to bro. talk about that. But no, like, no. I, there are a lot of dudes. There are a lot of billionaires who are getting their money out of the U.S. dollar. It's weird. It's very strange. I don't know if it's always happened. This has been like a, a repeating history. I'm sure we are a little bit. But. A little bit. We always do. But this time it's a little spookier. Just because of uh, what's going on over there and the old CCP. Yeah, it's. But uh, that's for. Well, I think after. I think I post COVID. It's like it's like it's like we weren't even alive before COVID. Like they say, change happens quick. Yeah. Uh, or it, it takes forever, but it happens quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like we weren't even. It is like none of anything before ever happens. No. It's fucking crazy. And it bro. was like that before. Yeah. But with the hard stop of 2020 and COVID. Yes. You you do have that 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 contrast. Yeah. I mean that the the book of 2020. Is so thick. Like if you were to to write that book, it's so thick, and so many things you'd have to take into account. Yeah. Let all, and then there was election on top of it. Now we come out of it, and we're sitting. We're talking about Ethereum. Yeah. Like it's normal, and I'm t- I'm selling you guys on NBA Top Shot. Yeah. And like it's a digital trading card. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we're gonna get rich, guys. So, yeah. so. <laughs> and then I'm just over here, like literally, cash in a sock drawer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I used it. to keep money in my like cash in my freezer to save. That's like a, some real old man shit. And, that I, is like, some old and then man I would shit. pull out when I needed it and I go, Hey babe, check out my cold hard cash. <laughs> yeah. But that's why they call it that. Great bit. It was a great bit. That is a great bit. Uh but also when you were talking about the NFTs and stuff, I don't know if you are privy to this. Have you heard of the Tops Project seventy shit? Okay. What is this? This is all individual they hire artists to come in and make these cards and they all have different lines and stuff there's different variants and they're numbered there's variants. like a one of 70 there's a one of one and they're okay. sick all different street artists all different things all different players all different time periods i mean 1972 jackie robinson like that looks like it is yeah that's an embroidered card okay. so that's all done with thread and they've been doing they're doing this the whole year so these are actual these like, are physical, physical cards. Physical yeah. cards, because I don't know if you've seen this, the actual baseball card market is exploding. Dude, they had to stop selling them at Walmart because there were too many fights on during baseball card drop day. Yeah. People are back in, people are, baseball card values, people are selling crazy, crazy cards right now. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some that suck, uh, like this sucks. That is brutal. That's that is, like a that's trout, brutal. like a trout rookie. Okay, or just some of these studs right now. Uh, so, I, is the is the baseball card market is 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 it just tops? Like how many people? He knows more about it than I okay. do. Okay, 
Tops has the exclusive license now. Okay. So they cut out at like everybody. I think Bowman still exists. Fleer. Fleer's Fleer. gone. I was a Fleer R. boy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Fleer. So it's like Bowman, Tops, and then there was one more. I think. I used to grow up with a kid. Uh, he his dad worked for Tops, and uh, he had this like a whole chest of fucking killer ass cards yeah. it was like the and best, they were just the in best. there they're just in there not like, in not a sleeve not, nothing there's in there and he'd go to the bathroom and I'm like shit I'm taking Yeek. this mother- thank <laughs> you Omar yeah. Vizquel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something random okay so that is that's a Fernando Tatis Jr. 2016 Bowman Chrome blue refractor signed it's a 9.5 gem, gem mint Going now for twenty nine thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars wow. ninety five cents. So I did not realize that he came up in the White Sox. I did not. How did he get to San Diego? The James Shields trade. No way. Wow. Him and then. Uh, wow. I think it was also Yon Moncada. Did he, did he struggle in the minor leagues, David? Did he take a while to block? Like, how old is Tatis? Tatis is twenty two. He's okay. a kid. Okay. I no, didn't know they, if he if he kind of like. So they gave like, up him him when he was like eighteen. Yeah, for shields. For shields. Here we go. I'm going to pull that up. That's got to haunt your dreams as a GM. That's probably why they, don't, why they never make moves. Or it's so rare because you're like, dude, if I, if I make a bad trade, I'll never live it down. Yeah. Ever. A bad one. <laughs> I know, but you can't. I mean. That's right. It was. Hard to blame a guy. Yeah. They're doing their best. They really have no prospect. Well, it cost them uh, Eric Johnson and Fernando Tatis Jr. for James Shields. Okay. At the time, that probably was a brilliant trade for everybody involved. For the White Sox, they were probably uh, trying to what the Reds are doing. That did not. Yeah, it was for the push, but it did not work out. Mm. Bummer. But Tatis. it worked out for the goddamn Padres. Good thing the White Sox don't have Tatis right now. They're dude. I, I saw them coming to Cincinnati uh, what a month and a half ago, and they beat the shit out of the Reds. The who the Sox? Yeah, they oh, are. Oh, yeah, that game? they are nasty. Nine nothing. They started uh, Dylan Cease. They're good. He was it's, unhittable. Yeah, and then Dylan Cease had a three for three day. Yeah, it was. Uh, he did the fake go. bunt and fucking shot that fucker to yeah. right field. They're really really good. Yeah, I don't know they're if, a great team. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah. Uh, they got Mercedes. Yerman, the Yermanator. Yerman, yeah. the 30-year-old rookie who's killing it. Love it. To hell with him, man. Yeah, Tatis really didn't uh, kill us too bad. It was uh, a death by other poisons when we got swept out there. Mm. <sighs> that was brutal. It was a bummer. We sat on this couch on when, when we recorded last what? Thursday? On Tuesday, Tuesday. We were in the park. Yeah, that's right. It was a full week ago. And when we full were talking, week. the Reds were... In the middle of being as hot as we could be. Oh, yeah. We had just swept that we were, you know, talking about what what we were going to do in the six games against uh, we were San like, Diego and Minnesota. We right. were just, five we, game win remember streak. how excited six. we were just talking like, man, if they sweep the Brewers, it doesn't matter what happens against the Padres. If that would have been, like, if they would have gotten blown out all four of those games, I would have been like, okay, do. You yeah. know, we were due. But the fact that every game was that close, and then just the gash that has been the bullpen yeah. prior to the sh- winning streak and the hotness, I'm like, I was just like, damn it. It's just even more glaring and more disappointing it was that gl- nothing, that there's just, it, it, just that nothing was done prior to the start of the season, plus 
that the relief now, like they haven't started making any type of traction or moves. Yeah, I mean, and it was just like a full snapshot under a microphone, uh, microglass, micro, whatever I'm saying, magnifying yeah. glass. We understand. Microscope. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It was. Pl- it was the playoffs. I mean, it was June. Yeah. But it was a four-game set against, you know, odds-on favorite to win the National League, probably. Sure. 40,000 people in the stands, man. Hey. They were loud. They were participating. It was the fuck. It was the hot box. And, uh, yeah, the, the weakest part of our team showed. You know we're the silver lining finders here on this podcast. Yeah, no, that's, so, I mean, there's a lot of truth there. They, You would think that their front office is like, look, guys. You would like to think, but, you know, you are not a dyed-in-the-cloth ret- the Castellini boy, the cursed of Castellini. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's, it's brutal. It's brutal. There's some work to be done, but, I mean, that first game when uh, we ended up losing a walk-off, but we we scored four in the ninth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah four yeah. in the top of the ninth. We go Tucker and Joey, the old stalwarts, and then we go Stevenson and India, the rookies. I mean, it's and then having off. India do the Tatis stutter step, t- rounding third, <laughs> just that big Nick energy flowing through yes. this team. Yeah, exactly. And then to have Victor Caratini take a pitch. That was below his knees. That was a low slider, and then just yank it in the left. Yeah, mm. after Hosmer did the same thing down the right field line. I watched Hosmer hit that uh, outside of Crowley's in Mount Adams. Oh I was, yeah, because I, I was walking my dog. I think I come back. I came back from uh, some mic. I'm just kind of walking around, and uh, I, I got what it was a glimpse of what it's like to be a fan. Because there's like five old dudes. Who are, they're probably dead now, but at, <laughs> yeah. at, oh, Crowley's. Yeah. Wide, I was Wednesday. watching Crowley's through the window, and it was four to two, and uh, Hosmer was up. I was like, "This is uh, this is not good." Yeah. And then yep. he he yanks one, and I was like, it, "That tied the game." But I was watching them all just melt. I know, and, man. But it was clear the game was over. There was no way the Reds were going to come back from that, and then I guess they lost a couple pitches later. We ended up yeah, just getting that smoked. Took, that took the sales out. I was listening to that on the radio. It was bound to happen. But you know, I, I, you lose, you win six in a row, and then you lose five in a row. You're five <laughs> and five in your last ten, and during that five game skid, we lost a game and a half in the standings. I think. I think they're going right. to be. I think they'll be all right. They'll be there at the end. They'll they they'll have a chance. I mean, they're not going to win the World Series, but right. I don't know if you guys do. You guys think they're going to win? The, I don't know if you. No, guys, I mean, I, oh God, it, no. I mean, as it stands right now, yeah, we're five and five in our last ten, and Milwaukee and Chicago are four and six in their last ten. You know, I mean, we're three and a half games back, sitting at five hundred. But that I mean, that's the central for you. You yeah, got yeah. first place tied at forty and thirty three, second place tied at thirty six and thirty six. You've got four teams playing for what will end up being one spot because yeah. all right. the wild cards, you know, half of the playoffs are coming from the West. Right. Mm. And then you also, like, I'm looking at this right now, like, speaking of bullpen, I mean, Art Warren finally, I mean, he got fucking shelled today. Fi- like, finally thumped. got thumped. Thumped. Inning, uh, just a third of an inning, two runs. He, I mean, he gave up a homer. I mean, he just came in, basically threw four pitches, and then just got shelled. And then mm. Dave was just like, "Yeah, you got to sit back down." He's a rookie. Um, he came up with Seattle in nineteen, okay. and then I guess I don't know how much he pitched in Seattle, 
But but if you look at this, I mean, the guy pitched 17th, 18th, 21st, 22nd. He's from Cincinnati. Okay. Do you see product? Cool. That's pretty cool, but man, that's not cool right there. I mean, but considering the fact that he's only given up three earned runs. That's why it, it came w- on a day where the bats did their thing. Yeah. That's the thing about a bullpen guy. You'll be chasing one outing. He'll be chasing that all year now. A whole year. And he'll be like, damn, if I just didn't come to work that day. <laughs> For, <laughs> real. Like, <laughs> For real. Took a personal day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've talked <laughs> Sorry, about coach. it on the pod before, but my buddy Trevor, you know, it, it, when you're coming out of the pin, if you have a bad week and string together two or three bad outings, it, Good luck, bro. Your goose is no. cooked, yeah. potentially. You know, it's hard to come back from that, man. Yep. It's hard to come back from that. And that's yeah. happened to a lot of our guys. I mean, Amir Garrett, one of our more what notable happened, closers, uh, is, you know, I think a it, jugs machine. Yeah, just he was for so long, and then there's been glimpses of him. Like, he shut it down today. It's been a mental thing with him because he wanted to be just has been big dick and like, I'm the closer. Okay. He came into the season, I'm the closer, hyping on social media, running his jaw, but then his mechanics kind of flew off. Like, mm. he's been rushing to the plate. Mm. You can tell. Like, there's, there is, there was a problem there. And then, well, you brought it up last week. In the ninth inning, he is complete and utter dog shit. Because he's just trying too hard? Yeah. yeah. Trying to be an over-max effort guy. I was at the game whenever he... Uh Started a bench clearing brawl yeah. with the Cubs. Yeah. Oh, I was he just there too. single-handedly started, started that by himself. See, it's that thing. It's like you do. We've talked about this at length on the pod. It's like you like some fire. Fire is good, especially if you want to come in late in the game. But you know, fire if it's not backed up with performance yeah yeah it's useless yeah because sometimes you're not going to have that fire and if you don't have that fire what are you going to do exactly i don't know i I feel like and if you're only focused on the fire and the scream at the dugout you gotta strike them out first yeah yeah earn it yeah Yeah, yeah, you gotta strike them out first that's the goal the the reward is to holler and talk your shit and go off on twitter after the game exactly that's the reward the goal is to get outs yes and i and i you know we need to send him. Uh, I'm sure maybe Mariano Rivera has a camp. He was uh, emotionless at yeah. all times. Yeah, and, avoid. Uh, yeah, God, he was an assassin. Yeah, and then just would practice getting his forearm strength up by stabbing fish. Yeah, I mean that's how much of a monster this guy was. Yeah, that's the life. When I reincarnate, I'm going to be Mariano, Mariano Rivera, Rivera circa 2000. Yeah, throwing an 88 to 92 mile an hour cutter that that's just it. moved nine feet. That's Who were the guys that you like loved growing up? Tom Glavin, monster. Uh, I learned. I was watching baseball tonight, and he was like, "This is how I throw my change up," and I was like, "That's how I throw my change up now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Uh, Tom Glavin, you did come up in a real golden era of some yeah. pitching. I love the Braves. Uh, growing up, because that three-headed monster. Yeah, so I was in the nineties in in Kentucky. That's where I grew up. I, we basically had the Reds, the Cubs, or the Braves. That was our coverage. Cubs were trash. Reds were trash. Yep. Uh, and the Braves were. And Braves were, were very, very so good. good. So as a kid, I had no choice. But uh, I stopped liking the Braves. Uh, it was the year uh, Robin Ventura hit a walk-off grand slam, and he didn't even touch home plate. 
Like oh, they, they didn't yeah. even need the run. Do you, do you remember that? Yeah. The game just oh, ended. Yeah. And uh, I remember being so upset because the Braves just choked. They just get to the playoffs yeah, I and just choke. didn't even yeah. hit touch home plate. And I was like, dude, this sucks. I was like, I don't like the Braves anymore. And I haven't looked back since. Yeah. <laughs> there you like, go, man. Ten years in a row of complete and utter NLE's dominance. Yeah. One title to show for it. It's so strange. Like, looking back, I feel like we need to have, like, a 30 for 30. Like, what the fuck happened? They had... Yeah. They had, they had Chipper Jones. David Justice. They had... They had... Hall of Famers in their rotation. Yeah. Andres Galarraga. They had John Rocker, for God's sake. That Spe- guy rules. <laughs> John Rocker, Speaking man. of getting too hot, as you, that was not really... That uh, guy I, went viral before the internet. There's going to yeah. be a celebrity boxing match between Amir Garrett and John Rocker, and it's going to... Oh, holy it's shit. It's going to start a civil war, maybe. I don't, I don't know. And also, <laughs> don't forget don't about fucking should-be Hall of Famer Andrew Jones. Yeah, yeah. God. Slug Andrew Jones. He could disappear, though. I just remember he would like... In the, I just remember I have a lot of childhood memories of him swinging his sliders in the dirt. Oh, yeah, just, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. one of the greatest center fielders defensively no ever. No doubt. So exciting to watch play. So exciting. He's from Curacao? Is he from Curacao? I think that's a nice pull. I think he's uh, yeah. from Curacao. Okay. I think you nailed that. Yeah. That's a that's a deep one, man. That is a deep one. I bet Andrew Jones is fat as fuck. <laughs> I bet you he is. In 2021. You know Chipper is. Yeah. He, he, I feel like he's doing something with the Braves. He, uh, no, I don't know. I th- he's uh, I know, what is he? He's like a spokesperson for something. Like Blue Emu. Okay. Which is the same thing Johnny Bench hugs. Okay. Yeah. Blue Emu is uh, like a Chipper, cream or something. Chipper was also on ESPN for a while. Okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Did you ever, did broadcasting ever cross your mind? Uh, No. I, my grandma would be like, you would, you would be good. Uh, you, you're, you're, you're good on your <laughs> yeah. feet and you have a nice voice. You're a knowledgeable guy. Uh, I get why you didn't. Yeah. I don't think it's not a good fit for me. For sure. Like if I wasn't. I don't know. As a comic, I'm too skeptical, and like there, I feel like I would have to really watch what I say. Not that I want to go up there having takes on. You remember a guy named Le- Sam Lecure? Mm-mm. Sam Lecure, he was an arm in the league for a while. Played for the Red Legs. He's been yeah. on the pod. He's doing that shit now. Okay, for the Reds, it'd be cool to come in for like an inning and just be a smartass and bust balls yeah. and leave. But be the dream. Yeah, That's yeah. What I do. Bill eventually, man. Yeah. What? That dude, you're gonna like, you're gonna bust in. You, you're, you're gonna. I sure do that. hope so. Zane, yeah, call in for the zany inning, the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> yeah, with Billy. Yeah, with the new nasty boy. Well, I know. I think I, I seriously think that, like, as a, we're talking about trying to save baseball. I feel like they need to have like Bill Burr be the color man, have it more for fun. the Red Sox oh, yeah. or something. Like, kind of like when they put Dennis Miller in the booth on Monday Night Football. Yeah, or yeah. Roseanne. Something. Yeah, Roseanne. Something. At this point, they need to be trying shit. Like I. You know, I, there is something romantic about listening to a baseball game on the on the radio and all that stuff. But golly, the Reds are in good hands right now. The guy Tommy Thrall is the shit. You nailed it, Curacao. Curacao, boom, nailed it. Andrew Jones, career WAR of sixty two point seven, mm. with a career OPS plus of one eleven. That's wild. I got to see Andrew Jones in twenty twenty one. But here's the thing with him: career four eighty six slugging, two fifty four, two fifty four average. 434 homers, mm. but 10-time Gold Glover, five-time All-Star, only won one Silver Slugger. That seems wild. That's bananas to me. Yeah, I could go through 90s baseball, like 97 to 2003 was like my highest, yeah, my biggest heyday, you yeah. know? 
God damn, I, I could just go down that rabbit hole forever. I didn't have cable growing up. So, like, we didn't, like, there was just local channels. So, I, like, rarely got to watch baseball on TV unless I was at a neighbor's house or something. Oh, wow. Or was the playoffs. Then I would watch all of the playoffs on Fox. Right. Okay. That was the difference. Then once we finally, like, in high school got satellite, I was just locked in. Mm. And when MLB Network appeared on my direct tv and like my senior year of high school i was like life has changed <laughs> it's life over. has changed for the yes. better for the better i'm never no you know what random uh 90s name popped into my head the other day just out of nowhere ryan klesko oh <laughs> he was a brave he, he was, was a brave, brave. I, I have cursed yeah. him he was before. a padre and a brave yeah he ryan manages Really? In the minors? Uh, I believe so. No shit. I think so. Because I, I remember hearing him. I was like, oh, man, that'd be cool to meet Ryan Klesko. Ryan Klesko. Yeah, then you dude. can just throw your weight around and go down there. Let's find out where he is. Ray, Ray where he's Langford. At. Yeah. Ray Langford. Yeah. Cardinals. Cardinals, yes. He killed the Reds. Okay. He was a Red killer. Uh, Dimitri Young, one of my all-time dude, favorite one Reds. of my all-time. The meat hook, bro. The uh, meat yeah, hook. Yeah, I loved Boy, him. He was one of the first dudes who kind of like... Uh, customized his home run trot yeah he would like not move his right arm yes, or something right like, well, yeah, why, are that? That? why are you doing that why are you i remember that uh, I, I saw a great series of tweets come out recently about just how the reds interact with the fans at the game mm. jesse talks joey talks that thing went viral where joey gave that little girl the ball did you see that okay that was amazing he got thrown out of a game arguing balls and strikes the guy behind the dish got fucking rabbit ears and said something to joey when he was like three quarters away back to the dugout mm. and he and joey just lost his mind they, i mean he got suspended a game wow they were like restraining him wow. oh yeah so the umpires because of all like the replays and everything they're all mic'd up and the recorder is on their back yes. and it goes to New York City and Joey Votto got behind this guy and was screaming into his recorder like knowing he was talking to New York oh. yeah. and he was like this guy's fucking garbage <laughs> like, dude, he went crazy it was the best That's so awesome. he goes back he's in the locker room right he's in the clubhouse and this tweet goes viral of this little girl crying in the th- first row because her favorite player is Joey mm. Votto. She's wearing a shirt with Joey Votto on it. I wonder where she got that shirt. Yeah, since he shirts, oh. baby. Yeah. Joey sees it, writes a ball, says, sorry, I didn't play for the entire game, signs it, gives it to her. Cool. And there's then, just stories like that all over the place. Okay. And then the next day, bought her tickets, yeah. put her in the front row again, and talked to her before he went up to bat. Before okay. bat. And then and then signs, just kept signing stuff for her. That's him. cool. I don't know how I missed it, but it comes up, Joey Votto specifically comes up in an interview with David Letterman and Jerry Seinfeld. They both have Joey Votto stories. Really? Where Joey thanked them for coming to the game. Yep. And they talk about it on Letterman's Netflix show. It's fucking crazy. But apparently that's like this team's MO. It just makes them a, so much easier to cheer for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know. It, it's it's just so close, the margin of error between winning a baseball game and losing a baseball game. Right. The Reds are, at least make it interesting. Yes. It. 
I just feel like they're slowly cultivating a heart into the cold, heartless <laughs> sports town of Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you agree, Bill? Yeah, I 100% and, like, agree I with you. I think Twitter helps. I think, you know, being able to uh, put a spotlight on it does help. But I also just do think rose-colored glasses, obviously, but it does feel just like a grouping of good-ass dudes. Yes. I think Winker's a good fucking guy. You know, Vado. These these kid these guys are playing. It, it just makes me root for him all the more harder. I mean, you saw it today where Winker said something to the ump who was calling check swings far too yeah. early and not having appeals. Castellanos had a had some words with him, and too. then had words with him after Winker did walked off. He's like, "That's bullshit. You need to appeal that." Like mm. that, the, that got picked up today. You need to have let them appeal it. That's what they're there for. Yeah, you're calling this way too early. And then Castellanos went up there, said the same thing to him. And then there was an appeal, and he sent it down to first. Okay. And then, the, and then Casty looked into the into the dugout, locked eyes with Winker, and they both laughed. <laughs> That's the type of shit where I'm like, okay, there's subtle, fun nuances. You pay attention. You get to know these guys, and the exposure that you have with baseball is, I mean, especially with the players. Think about how. I mean, like, with football, you, you don't even see their face. There's such a bad image wrapped around NFL players. You know what I mean? Like, right. Think about it. Like, you know, the classic hack joke now is like, oh, I could never play in the NFL because I can't hit my wife. No. Like, it's crazy how much that's become hack and the fucking truth compared to these guys who are just, like, chill, cool dudes who are out on the road, like what you did for 162 games and yeah. are just easily accessible. Baseball dudes are very relatable. Super relatable because I, I feel like it's the ultimate. It's a very blue collar sport. 162 fucking games. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, you're grinding. Yeah, are you kidding me? So they they get it. It's like yeah, they're professional athletes. They're well paid. They do cool shit, but their life sucks too. Yeah, <laughs> like to, to an extent. Like <laughs> and the road up. Yeah. I mean, what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, yeah. just being the minors. It is an absolute grind, man. Yeah. The travel I mean, alone. Not to not that the NBA is. I couldn't imagine. I, I'll play pickup and be done for two weeks. Right. So playing like a back to back. Just a physical. Oh, yeah. yeah. But one hundred and six. I mean, that's that's a really long time. I mean, they start in February. Pitchers and catchers report. They don't they don't finish well, till it's November. Double the NBA's yeah. amount of games, yeah. and it's like you know whatever. 10 times the amount the NFL plays. Yeah. And also thinking about the NBA, too, when we're talking about like the death of the sport, prior when you're talking about the NBA and everything, how popular it is. Last year, they had their worst playoff ratings in the bubble, and this year, their ratings are down even more. Oh, it's tanking. Really? It's tanking NBA is absolutely tanking. And it's crazy. To start off the season, the, M the MLB, this the first month, had never been watched more ever. Interesting. So it's almost like, well, I have talked about with him before, I think it is your big sports outlets, your ESPNs, your FS1s, and all those people say, oh, there's a problem with baseball. Oh, it's unwatchable. The pace of play... The numbers aren't showing that. Mm -hmm. It's they're reporting it because not of them have much of a, as big of a pie. Where Or, on top of that, I think that baseball is a lot harder to keep up with on a day-to-day -day basis than it is the NFL. Because yeah. it's where you have a week to run each story of and constantly hype with mini camp, with the draft, with all this stuff. Where it's pretty easy to report a wide receiver that could go in the first to third round. Yes. Yeah. It's obvious. The everyman sees that. But with baseball, how subtle and nuanced it is, I think people just don't want to do the fucking work. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I don't I don't know why though. I feel like 
laziness. I, I don't know if it's just a personality thing or, or I don't know what it is. I guess, you know, it's easy to get more excited for football because, mm-hmm. you know, I, in high school, it's like, oh, we had a big game today. Friday know? night. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're all conditioned to, like, be excited for football and shit like that. But uh, I don't know, man. Ba- baseball players, they I would say them and hockey players are probably the funniest athletes. Oh, yeah. Hockey players guess. rule. I would guess. Uh, but also because the hockey players, like, I never played hockey, and I really don't know any. I've just watched a couple documentaries on Showtime. And they're funny guys. They're funny yeah. because I think that's a very super blue-collar sport. It's never in the limelight, really, except Ever. locally, right? Mm-hmm. usually. Uh, so they keep some anonymity, whereas, yeah. whereas foot, basketball players certainly don't. No. I don't think basketball players don't want anonymity. I think yeah. baseball players do. Football players, it's hard to say. I don't know. They're wearing helmets and... Right, right. They're tucked away. They're you know you see them out and at like the events. Football players have bad personalities. Like there's no one's really dynamic. <laughs> no, right. yeah. yeah. Well, they're meatheads. Yeah, they're not they, the, the 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 thinking man's game of the NFL. Like there isn't much. Yeah, yeah. It's a couple linemen. <laughs> there's there's one. There's like a cup. There's like your offensive linemen and your quarterback are the people that need to really be above and in super it. cerebral. It's very right. yeah. It's very physical game. Also to go back, it's easier to talk about. 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL than it is to talk about, you know, or 30, right? And then, as and then, like, instead of the amount of pitching depth that's in uh, one organization, yeah, it's easy to point finger, point the finger at like football, like, we yeah. suck because our quarterback sucks. Like, yeah. does that it's that one guy that's it, yeah. What, whereas with baseball, it's like you can suck for a lot of reasons, yeah. yeah I mean, football too, but like, I just think that it's. Football is an easier conversation to have, like mm-hmm. casually. Baseball requires time. I, that, that's that's how it's a totally different sport than everything else. The way we yeah. consume it and talk about it and shit. Man, right. we've been hammering that point. I feel like the last couple of weeks, I'm, I'm just been on it. Yeah, on you, a tear. yeah, for so sure. So much fucking easier to talk about. Oh, was Aaron Rodgers going to play in Green Bay? Yeah. Then it is to be like, then it is to be like, wow, uh, Nick Castellanos is having a hell of a year. Yeah. The yeah. fact that both of them currently are all-star game starters is fills my Winker heart with joy. Cassianos. Winker and oh, Cassie. Yeah. If they're, the, if they're, the, if, they're killing it, bro. If the voting stopped today, they both start. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so it stops the 24th, and then that's set. And then I guess how it works is it's now going to reset all the votes. You like get there, and then it's like it starts again. There's like new phases of voting. It's really weird. See, it's like baseball will try to adapt and survive by doing some shit like that. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Of all, yeah, of all the things. It's to- like don't do that. Just have, just, just throw a, a Logan Paul gimmick at it, dude. Just have the All Star Game. You have a ten person lineup. Yeah, or something. Yeah, or anything. You know, just do something different. Something anything. different. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who do people? Do you guys vote for all those? Do you guys vote? How many people are actively voting for? I threw also? in. I I'm not like a multiple voter guy, but when I first saw the first vote reds link, I and went in like, there and cast yeah. my ballot for my boys. Okay. Same. Yeah. Okay. That's I love. I'm that. not gonna go in and like vote all the different ways I can. Yeah. But I right. cast my ballot. Let the boys get an all star jersey. Dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Let them frame up an all star. Would it be Cassiano's first all star game? Both of theirs. Yeah. Both. Wow. Both of theirs. Now, They're still 1-2 in the league in average. Speaking of changing the game, what do you think about that shit that went down on Monday? The fact that now pitchers are being checked in and checked out when they come in to yeah. see if they've got that sticky situation happening. They're eligible for a 10-game suspension if they're caught with it. 
ten game suspension. Meanwhile, the whole Astros roster just playing. Yeah, Carlos yeah, Rondon. I can't that. get over that man. Yeah, that yeah, shit Rondon. Is, I, I saw that tweet. Uh, yeah, I, it's. I don't know what. I guess I think baseball. They're really insecure about their image as cheaters. They're, I think that that's maybe the, they think that that's their mo. Is like a people don't watch baseball because everyone's cheating, but. I don't know. I kind of like it. I, it's I, part of the appeal. I, I love the human element of baseball. That's why the K zone's kind of weird. And it's like, yeah, the umpires suck. That's part of it. You get to call. <laughs> you get to call a seventy-year-old like grandpa a miserable, fat, blind piece of shit, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and everyone will be with you. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck that grandpa. Like, yeah. I, I, man, Jerry I, West. What's it? Not not Jerry West. Who's the who's Jerry the, West? Joe no, West. Joe, Joe West. West. Jerry West is a. Uh, NBA Joe guy. West, we Joe, were at the game, yeah. the game that we went to together. The guy behind us was just eating Joe West for lunch. Yes, and of all the things to be mad about, about, yeah, yeah. It's Joe West, it's just Joe West. I, I, I think the human. I I would say uh, why Bay. Why, I don't know. Why, it doesn't. Baseball doesn't need more rules. You know. I I think uh, ten games is hefty too. I and I I don't know. I don't know the type of quality control they're trying to set like any substance so see that's what's weird it's, it's like such a gray area yeah sunscreen and rosin like you were like oh, excuse me like you were saying sunscreen and rosin i mean if they go out there on a hot day with sunscreen mm-hmm. on yeah and there's a rosin bag on the mound and they pass the check and then they go out there and just cover themselves and i don't like what it's are we still doing legal yeah there's still two legal substances it's i guess it's not like malicious mixing because yeah. i was listening to rates and barrels and Eno Saris was talking about this. There were three. There are three Major League Baseball teams. He didn't disclose who that have that have hired chemists to create sticky substances. Whoa! Yes, that's how bad it got. I mean, considering what Garrett Cole said about Spider Tech, but I mean, that's the kind of shit we're dealing with. I would need to try these the the, the new tack that they're using. The high. I would like to know how much it's affecting them. Right. Because sunscreen and rosin is good, but like it's not much better than like if you've had a Jolly Rancher and you lick your fingers. Right. Like it's right. you're, gonna, you're gonna have to go back to it a lot. I think there's um, a significant difference in this spider tag. I would stuff. like to know what I had a friend text me. He's like, Hey man, like so my son's starting to play, like, should I start getting him some tack? I was like, What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking? I was like, What how far is this? How prevalent is this? Like, is this? I guess it's a huge issue. Wow, if, if, that if, is wild. If kids think that they need tack, children. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh man. Well, I mean, that's the same thing. Is it's like, you know, when Nomar Garcia Parra started doing that with his batting gloves, everyone got batting gloves to fucking strap them up and everything. Yes. When the fighting necklaces came out, oh those God, came dude. out. Oh, Never yeah. had a fighting necklace. You know, Never had yeah. a fighting necklace. I did have a bracelet. <laughs> okay. I had a necklace. Did it? Help? Did it Make you achieve your dreams. It really did. It made me <laughs> I'm better, on the couch man. here with you talking about you know, Oakley's on top of your head. It's those. all like that's one thing that I love about baseball, and I guess you could say it about every sports with the visors and a headband or something like that. But like, it's just the accessorizing. Oh that ba- yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. you can point that out on the guy. Like every, it's it's a hack premise. But like the guy who sucks but looks like a million bucks. 
yeah. you know that's he's out got, there he's got oakley's on top with the perfect eye black and the wristband and the chain and the fighting and the that batting shit works gloves. too like as a pitcher you see it's like god damn this guy dude looks, you can look legit this guy yeah. i better not i better be have my shit together for this ab <laughs> yeah like otherwise otherwise hollywood here is gonna put me on his highlight know, reel man. dude that was my nickname in little league hollywood hollywood because i had oakley's <laughs> you had oakley's and then i would i you would play cleats? third what you had what cleats or oakley's oh, i just oakley's. had oakley's okay and then i would just dive for everything at third and then just try and throw sidearm on the i was very good at it but at the same time they're just like damn that's hollywood and i uh, had that nickname for a long time that's hollywood maximum hollywood. effort that's right. So yeah, you can buy Spider Tack on Amazon. Is it made for baseball, or is it like it was something people use in their garage and right, right? Somebody, I, I think it's baseball specific. It is baseball specific, along with rosin bags. Uh, you know. Okay. And you have your grip dip here. You've got all of this stuff, like Friction Lab secret stuff, liquid chalk. Huh. I mean, it's all. I mean, if you can fucking buy it on Amazon, I feel like if it's in the dugout. And if it's in the locker room naturally, then you can use it. Yeah. Like, right. So pine tar should be legal. Rosin and sunscreen should be legal. I, this shit, I don't know. I don't know how serious it is. Right. But I mean, some guys, I I know. Uh, I've seen guys like they're warming up for a bullpen, like to go in, and you hear them release a ball, and it's like, Rick. it's like, oh, good, like, dude, do you need that? Oh Rick. yeah. But, Maybe I don't know. They Maybe dude, I, I should have been doing this. They Fuck. were du- dudes using gorilla glue mm. and put it on the ball, and like it would rip their skin off their fingers Shut and still love pitch it. through it. God, I through. love that's it. tight. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm into it too, man. Jading's been in baseball for as long as it's existed. Yeah, I will say it, it, and it's like it's not like this is some crazy take or anything. There is just a marked difference between sunscreen and rosin and up your body and pitching. And, you know, having a live feed of the catcher's signals coming at what the Astros do. I, I yeah. st- that's something I still don't understand. I will never understand. Like, how do you not bring the guillotine out and yeah. fucking... How, see, because that's the thing. Excommunicate the Astros for that. Earlier, yeah, totally just a agree. second yeah. ago, you said that baseball has this, you know, huge hang-up and fear of being viewed as cheaters or whatever. I, I mean, I would have to disagree just because it's like... They completely turned a blind eye to a World Series team using a camera system. That's true. And then yeah. this is and this shit to bring back Billy's conspiracy theory baseball. This is this tact is like some fucking false flag shit. Mm. No shit. This is them saying we're putting our foot down, and literally everyone in America who likes baseball, everyone is just pointing and being like, yes. But also fully confirmed the Astros really cheated. Yeah. And right. won a World Series. How did they escape that? I because Manfred went in and said he just good copped him with no bad cop. As in saying, like, well, if you just fess up, we won't punish you, okay? Mm. And they were like, Yeah, okay, yeah, we fucking had a system set up, we did it. Then there's and then the Manfred's like, Whoa, that was too easy. Yeah. There it is, okay. And then they just, the only people they could guillotine was Lunell, the GM. And mm-hmm. Crane. Crane, nope. They couldn't get the owner. Okay, yeah. But they got right. A.J. Hinch. They yeah. got the manager who has a job again. Yeah. With the Tigers. 
Which, how complicit was he? How, like, did he know? He sma- He knew about it. He smashed the screen and said no more. Then the players set it back up, including the bench coaches, Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran, set it back up. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? And Whoa. Alex Cora got his job back. Carlos Beltran has not gotten a job, but AJ Hinch got a job back, and I don't think Lou now has. He probably just works in a, the private sector again. Whoa! What's that? Uh, what's that podcast called again? The, the cut, Bleeding Edge. The Bleeding Edge. There's a great podcast series breaking down the Astros. I've heard about this. Highly recommend okay. listening. I will to check it. it out, especially yeah. as an ex-baller. You, dude, there's some crazy. They go all the way down to a pitching coach that was fired in Double A for like who was like, "Hey, man, that's wrong." And like him and Lou now kind of well, not that it was wrong, but him and Lou now really got into it about the philosophy of analytics. I see. There's a kid whose story, you know, just grinded it out for fucking years and years and years mm. in the minor. He got called up, one inning of work. <laughs> I think it's like seven earned runs, oh six God. hits. He never got called up again. It ended his career, dude. He is suing them. Wow. And it's, you know, kind of successful. I okay. mean, it's like in a post-game interview, after this kid debut gets fucking rocked, in a post-game interview, he's like, he was like, honestly, I, I had my stuff. He was I, like, I had my stuff. I felt great. It's like they knew what I was going to throw. Whoa. Yeah. That kid never saw the show again. Whoa. Yeah. And then, it, and it's, I don't know, it's, it is so different I, I don't like dying on hills. There's no sense in dying on any hill. Yeah. But man, fuck the Astros. I and fuck Major League Baseball for giving them such an easy ride. Yeah, I agree. I thought so. I saw Joe Kelly throw at people last year. Do you remember that? Oh, that was awesome. That There's was been awesome. Re- they they still get reciprocation. I mean, they get grief every stadium. As they at. should, bro. I think. Uh, I mean, you. You're fucking with people's jobs at that point, man. Yeah. Like livelihoods yeah. and futures and contracts and like, it's uh I don't know. I it really is a, a horrible moment in baseball history. And so it's like, I don't know why. I don't they think swept you, I, it under the rug. What would have been too the, far? To what would have been a too far of a punishment? Uh, too far might have been just saying that they didn't win it, and then. That then it's just a vacant World Series win. Okay, but then everyone—it's like same with college football when they get caught for you know like recruiting and doing something shady and they have to vacate the title. Everyone still does. I understand they it's hard yeah. because it's not like you can be like everyone on the active roster suspended a season, right? Because then you're—that's the bullpen, or you know, yeah, it's like yeah, those are yeah. guys who like literally. It, yeah, it, so I mean, you would have to you would have to go through and look at those breakdowns, and 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 it has been broken down every pitch of that fucking season. Yeah, yep. and that we have percentages of who used it the most. Do we, and you know, and you, it's like oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's out there. It's oh, definitive. Yeah. Who was I it? mean, John I mean, Boy broke it down just on like yeah, who regular. used it the most? Um, who did use it the most? I think Altuve it, was Al- up there. Wow. Altuve, I thought was pretty down. I thought it was like Correa, Bergman, Correa, Ber- uh, Bregman, and. Um, Springer? No. Max Stassi. Springer left, bro. I, that, he, he went straight to the Blue Jays. He I, left. I, I, no, he left la- uh, at the end of 2020. Yeah, but I, I wonder. I wonder. Was, I would, I would I'd be curious um, to know. I played, was, against, I played against him in Hyatt. He was a freak back then. Oh, really? Yes. You just knew? I, well, he was like one of the. Like, upon playing against him. It's like that guy's going to be a big league all-star. No doubt. And he he absolutely was. Uh, so that was, that's kind of cool to just like see him 
and know it then right and he actually did become that um but that's cool i feel like he he was he he was a cool dude so i'm, I'm i feel like him lo- leaving for toronto he was like man fuck these astro dudes i'm over it right. i'm here, gonna get a payday here are a couple it was numbers. like a catcher that was uh evan gaddis was the one gaddis. oh yeah that, i know that, that i know sense. so here, here's some numbers <laughs> that's funny why does that make sense uh just for I, well, I don't know him, but where he was at in his career, wasn't yeah. he like could, the janitor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah he's a super grimy yeah. dude. Like, and I heard so he. Uh, this has nothing to do with Evan Gaddis cheating, but I heard a story about him in Loway. Like, he, apparently, he's like a legendary sweater. Really, like he sweats. Oh, like, okay. like oh. they were talking about how he's like getting his lead at first base, and his shoes were squishing, and they were like, "Dude, what the fuck is going on?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's wild, man. Sweaty. I remember Gavis. when he broke into the league because he like had a day job or something. Yeah, he made his debut in the show at a pretty old age. Yes, and I just remember he's just this big burly dude, no batting gloves, no choked batting up gloves. on the knob. Yep. Yeah, I fucked with him. Dude, sweaty Gavis sounds like another thing. You would get at a massage parlor. Yeah, yeah, sweaty, yeah dude, a sweaty yeah, Gaddis, I'll, I'll man. Have one of those. Please. Here's some of the numbers, <laughs> just out of curiosity. Uh, Jose Altuve, he had 24 trash can bangs on 866 pitches. That's 2.8 percent of the time. George Springer, 139 bangs on 933 pitches. That's 15 percent. 15 percent of the so time. He left for another reason. He, he knew what was coming. Yeah. Uh, Bregman, 133 bangs on 800 pitches. That's 16 percent. So Correa, 16.3 percent, and then Marwin Gonzalez was the guy. Big one, almost 20 percent of the but, time. Dude, he that's, knew what that's was coming. the beef of their lineup too. Uriel, like, yeah, Yuli Guriel, 18 percent. Dude, fuck that. That's bullshit. Like, just think. I don't know, man. Like, I just remember watching those Astro teams, and like, the swings they would take. Like, that's not how the fuck. I know. How are you? When you watch it game? in retrospect, you're like. Oh yeah, they know what's coming. Yeah, because like yeah. I, I remember like when you. That's one thing I learned professionally. Like when I was playing, they'd be like, "Hey, they're too com-, like you would you wouldn't you come in between innings or your pitching coach would be like, hey, they're a little comfortable right now." Because I'm like, well, how do you know that, coach? Like, because they're taking fucking huge swings off your fucking slop ass fastball. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they, right. They are way too cozy up there because and the Astros, they're taking. O2 fucking gangster hacks and it's yes. like why are they doing that? I was like are they coaching it? It's like no, they have the answers to the test. That's yeah, why they have the answers to the that, test. And that was the only explanation and that's what it was and it's fucking crazy and some of their numbers in 17 when they won disgusting. It was crazy. Yeah. Like they had the most home runs and hits in the league while giving up the least home runs and hits in the league. Yeah. They had like yep. a 130 run differential. <laughs> Considering or that they, I mean, that was a lot of where the sticky situation started was in yeah. Houston. Oh, right there. Really? Oh, yeah. J- Garrett Cole, Verlander. They had, so there was a guy in the Angels organization. <laughs> Cole Verlander Grinky. Dude. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. They had a. There was a dude who uh, it, who wor- used to work in uh, for the Anaheim Angels. Okay. Sorry, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, la, la, and he had la. been a, an assistant hitting pitching coach for like thirty plus years, and he had developed this substance that the league knew about. And when the Angels would come into town, this guy would sell it to him. Mm. And there is text on Cole's phone like, "Hey man, can't wait for you to get into town. Need that stuff because MLB confiscated his phone." And yeah, it all stems from 
the Astros and anyone around Trevor Bauer. Anyone around the Trevor sticky. Bauer. The sticky situation. So Bauer started it? So or Bauer tweeted it? out like it's in 16. Like, yeah, 16 He's or like, 13. He's like, dude, these yeah. RPMs are up. Everything's up. Like, they're just using, you know, they're using situ- they're using something to put on the ball. If oh, he called it out. Yeah, he called it out. A long time ago. A long time ago. Then tweeted, he said, if you can't beat him, join him. And then you watched his numbers fucking spike in 19 with his mm. RPMs and 2020. And he's like, yeah, it's been going on, of course. I've been using it. Who hasn't? I see. So you look and then you I see. I got to throw a bullpen with this shit, boys. We might, yeah. be, we might be coming back. Coming <laughs> up. I'm going to order you coming some up. spider tag. Dude, you look at the highest spin rates on fast on uh, breaking balls and fastballs. In like 2020, it was like Bauer, somebody else, Sonny, Lucas Sims. Sims. Mm. Everyone on the same team. It was us. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Derek yeah. Johnson, too. Whoa. Our pitching coach. Okay. Fo- follow him, too. He's spin Cincinnati. How do you spin? You uh, stick. You stick, dog. It's not too much God. of a conspiracy here. It's not too much of a stretch. It's, it's right so there. Easy yeah, it's easy to all, point. It's all there. Though. It's all there, yeah. Yeah. And then also, when Lucas Sims came in yesterday, he was the first person to get checked. They didn't check everybody else. Lucas Sims came in, and they went, all right, glove, hat, belt. Man. Really? Got checked coming in. And it's like, well, I mean, it makes sense. The numbers are there. So, of course, he's going to get fucking checked. Duh. And then what happened to him yesterday? Ripped. Ripped. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> the well, secret salve, baby. Well, and also what Glassnell said, which is crazy. I mean, he sprained his UCL, and they're, like, trying to decide if that's going to be surgery or not. He's like, well, yeah, I changed what I was doing in, the, in almost the middle of the season. I had to completely change my routine, how I grip the ball. Of course, people are going to get hurt. I heard him say that. And... I mean, you're gonna throw the ball the same, right? I I, I don't know if it's, how it's gonna change your mechanics. He said it's the grip strength on the ball, like okay. how hard you have to grip on it. I see. Yeah, I mean, if you're tensing up where you normally wouldn't tense up, dude, and trying to—I mean, he throws hard as fuck too. So yeah, that uh, guy throws cheddar super nasty. cheese. Super, I saw him biscuits. in double A, and he he hadn't really pieced it together. He was just a live arm, just yeah. like a, a young buck who had some he had some lightning. He's got that same body. Yeah. He's got that Degrom body. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, so he, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's, I, I don't think you can make the rule change in the middle of the year. Like, why, why are you acting swiftly on this and you didn't act on that's the Astros? The thing that's so wild. Yeah, it's it's all this this like swift come down. Yeah, the Major League Baseball isn't fast and swift about any Anything. fucking thing. Nothing. That we br- we're talking about the universal DH. That we found out that we weren't going to have a DH. What literally like a week before, before. the season? Mm. Yep. That completely changes the whole dynamic of our team. Sure. Yeah. And it was they couldn't come up with that yet. The we, pitchers are out. It seems like a weird. It's like witch who, who, hunt. Yeah. It's a it's a witch hunt, and I, I would like to know who started it. Who who is leading this? Leading leading the witch hunt. Who is coming? I would like to know where the pressure is coming from. We're like, hey, man, we get these pitchers to stop using this shit. It's coming from the fact that you're having the year of the pitcher. Okay. So the front office said we're not having enough offense, so that means people aren't watching the games, which isn't true, and there's a lot of people talking about it. And, so that's where it comes from. It comes from the may be top. a little more willing to uh, snitch a little bit because they're like, hey, we didn't say anything about the Astros. Right. Like play- players. Yeah. We, I think Because I think players knew what sure. the Astros were doing. And yeah. with this shit – Players definitely know. Even back, even when I was playing, there were hitters who'd be like, "Yeah, but y'all use that fucking sunscreen rosin. That's cheating." I was like, "Ah, it's not really cheating." But this shit may be cheating, cheating. So I bet the hitters are probably the ones like, "Hey, 
Yeah, like coach. where did the first snitching come from? I, I bet yeah. that hitters complained. Well, there's also there there have been a lot that probably complained internally, but then there was Pete Alonso who came out and said like. You saw what happened to Kevin Pillar. He got drilled in the face, broke his nose, and then had two crazy. black eyes, swole, almost swollen shut. Pete Alonso came out and he said, man, you know what? Anything that can get the pitcher to hold on to the ball better and have better control, I'm all for. Mm. If I can go up there and I can spray on my bat, if I can put pine tar on my handle, anything, and I wear my gloves, anything to hold the bat better, why can't a pitcher have that? Considering that take. they can go wild and then they can hit my teammate in the face and people can seriously get hurt. Right. It's just not used for safety. That's the only thing. That's right. that's that's the that's like the fake argument. It's like I'm just trying to keep these hitters safe while they go over four with four punches. <laughs> yeah, while well, I But they're yeah. safe the whole time. <laughs> it's coming from a guy who has the best pitcher on the planet yes, on his team. team. Yeah, no doubt. It's, a, it's an interesting take, though. Especially, I, I can. Hitters are mad at Pete Alonso for saying that shit. Yeah, probably, like, <laughs> but I can get that response after you see your boy's face get railroaded. Right. They're the like, pictures of that are fucking crazy. They're like, "Hey, polar bear, grab you a coke and shut the fuck up." <laughs> I, I only watched that video once of Pilar getting drilled. It's a lot. I've not dude. seen it. It's it. He just you know, hits it. He goes down. And before he kind of flops, you see him go like that, and it's like a faucet. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, ninety six flush off the Ooh. fucking bridge of his nose, dude. A nightmare. I mean, that's a nightmare. How do you step back in the box? You you don't. That's well, I took so one in crazy the face. To me. Have I told you this no. story? So high school, uh, I was I was uh, it was a JV game. It was my junior year. I'm up to bat, and it was a one one count. Or no, it was a one-two count. And I went to go protect because it was coming inside. And it came so far inside that it hit right above mm. my grip tape. And I looked at it and it went right Yuck. back into my face. Drilled drilled my orbit here. Ooh. Had a black eye, bloody nose. And I, I like kind of was woozy. And then I looked back at my dugout and I went, shit on my balls <laughs> and then collapsed and sat on home plate just like dizzy and bleeding uh, it's funny because the umpire is just like it's strike two <laughs> strike two <laughs> and then my, my my manager was like we're pulling you I went no you're fucking not yeah. no and I went in I struck out on a slider went back in with tissues jammed up my nose and finished out the game behind hey, the plate guys, the Iron Man but yeah yeah right yeah, champion yeah. dude but it was, I mean, I get it. Like, that's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. So any type of, I don't know, man. I think it's just like there isn't a good answer for what's happening right now. I think that they made the wrong move, and I think that they should have waited till the end of the season. Yeah. I, for sure. I think so. It's I, I, Because everything's still moving. Like, why would you make an edict while you don't have all the information right now? I Yeah. And and. They sh- how is no one in that office like you know one about the Astros like how is no one right. mentioning like how bad of a like there's just a, co- a cognitive dissonance is that the way to use that I just yeah, use that word you right nailed it yeah I think you used that in the proper context I, 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 during 2020 I had to learn the definition of cognitive dissonance yeah, so I could right. flash it to people about <laughs> <laughs> a podcast yeah, 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 about less. baseball yeah Dude, well so, there's got to be a sign in Manfred's office that just says shut the fuck up about the Astros it's like the Voldemort rule yeah yeah don't. for real that's, that's, all they've handled. that's how they've Strange. handled it is just fully sweep it under the rug yeah I've got a question that I want to ask. Hit me. Um, 
So, in like, just to draw another, no, another, another equivalency <laughs> to like st- you doing stand-up comedy and you being a professional baseball player, like similar roads, ish, right? Sure. Um, how many? Because you'll see somebody who's like super, super funny who's been doing it a long time, and then it just no, it just didn't click. Mm. They didn't how you kind of use it to baseball. It just didn't they didn't figure it out Mm. or the right people didn't see him and it just nothing really comes of it right in baseball did you come up with guys that you were like kind of blown away that it didn't work for them no it always works out does it always work out really i well i mean look there's if if you just are good if you kill you kill yeah yeah i i think uh yeah if you're that talented You'll you'll make it. You'll right. be there. You're if you're undeniable because they they have, the system is set up to find you, right? And and because they they all want you to make it. They all want you to be the best baseball player you could ever be. Yeah, right? because, because that's you're your on their team. Yeah, you're on their team. I mean, some guys, some guys are really really talented, but mentally they're not there. Like sure. they can't handle the ups and downs, right? Or they don't work hard enough, or they're not committed to staying healthy, or they're fucking booze hounds. Like all that. That's all real, but. Usually, if you didn't make it, it's because you, <laughs> it's you weren't you good enough. Yeah. And I, I, I can look at myself. It's like, I wasn't good enough. I was deniable. Like, I was good enough to probably play in, a, in the big leagues for a little bit on a below-average squad. And maybe, you know, because the league, once you... The, the league will let you get in, and you'll get your licks. You know, you can, you can, you can be like uh, Arrestus. I don't know if that's just his name, but the Punisher, Aquino. Aristides Aquino. He, he came in. He comes out. Has a couple loud months. Now he can't get on the field. Yeah, because right. Because the league, like, once once he became a priority to get out. It's like, hey, it's like everyone decided we've got to focus on how to get like, this guy. We, we out. can't let this guy fucking hit five hundred foot home runs every single night. Like, so all those eyeballs on him a yeah. little exposed. Yes. So I think I could have gotten to the big the big leagues and then gotten exposed. But I wish I had the opportunity to have gotten exposed and then make the correction, try to come back. Yeah, sure. Because that's uh, the move is to get to the show, get your shit come back, and then come come back. You have to learn, which is just what's happening to Aristides Aquino. Hit another homer last night. Okay, and he's coming back from an injury, and he's made adjustments. Okay, that's cool. What do you think about this? We'll shout out Schubert again. Schubert, one of the greatest sports takes I've ever heard him have. Good theory, strong. A lot of people, I mean, not after days like today where he goes four for four with a game-winning dinger. Right. But Naquin has been getting, like, full-blown, you know, given the – he's a starter. Mm. He's like an everyday player for us pretty much. He's been given the benefit of the doubt, and he plays. Is he getting so much run because we're trying to up his value at the trade deadline? Naquin? Tyler Naquin. Because you can't unload – Shogo's contract. Nope. You, you're you not getting anything for Aquino. I think that with the flash of the panel, as he consistently goes back out and does it, maybe. But how will he? Correct. Because the corners are all stars, and then center field has just kind of been a revolving door of Senzel, Naquin, mm. Shogo. And we have no idea when Senzel's coming back. No clue. So, I mean, so you think he's trade bait? I think I, with Senzel being a question mark... You maybe don't want to, but the offense isn't the glaring problem. The offense minus Naquin is still grooving pretty good. It's a hit. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a hit to the offense. That guy has been your team leader in RBI. So much more productive than we could. We picked him up on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, 
Like this dude, he came in and was in camp for two and a half weeks trying to make the team, and now he leads us in ribbies. Yeah. He's a perfect example of what we were just talking about between guys who were talented enough, but like, did they ever make it? And he was a huge prospect for the Indians. Yeah, huge. And, uh, you know, he was fine. I played against him a lot. He was an Akron. Yeah. Uh, he was like a good player. And I think he got up a couple times, but he like couldn't, but he figured it out yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because he always was that he had that first round talent. It's just a matter of putting it all together. I think Naquin might be a piece we could use to get to I, bolster the pin. I would, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think he's definitely valuable. I just don't know to who. Right. Like to, uh, to, to the Reds or to, is he more valuable here in like a playoff push? Or is he's someone that someone's like only? And I haven't looked at it and, and looked sure. and see who need, who could potentially use a power bat in their outfield. Yeah. Well, how, how many? What's the, what are splits like? Is he only hitting balls out of Great American? He's very hot and cold, but at the end of the day, I think he has like twelve dingers and forty-two ribs or yeah. something. The splits, that's a good call. I mean, the perfect example was today hitting a dinger out at Target Field, and that is not a small not, ballpark not a small at park. all. Um, going oppo, baby. Uh-huh. But you have to package him with, like, you know, another lower, not a top 25 prospect of the Reds organization. Right. And then you could probably, but someone who has upside, so that way you can get Paul Fry. Yeah. Someone that could bolster down in late innings yeah see i would be down i would rather lose naquin and then someone outside of the top 25 than losing one person like yeah. one prime time sure yeah. prospect you know no one call me about hendrick or hedrick austin hedrick yeah that's his name yeah austin um jesus i know who you're hedrick, talking right yeah i think you're right yeah, yeah. i'm pretty sure it's the high school guy yeah stud i mean Monster. Yeah, as i mean far as they, we know they go out and get one guy with using some prospects and they could use uh naquin in a, in a secondary deal yeah. to just to get a, a vet that they trust because i was saying this mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year we both were potentially same same scenario but it was Sinzel. But now Sinzel is no one will trade for him. He's a stud in a lot of ways, but he's made of glass. Mm. Or maybe you flip him. God, this sucks to say. You flip him to Pittsburgh for Rich Rodriguez, who is a known entity right now as a closer. Ooh, that would make that would. I'd love it. Who Sinzel? Yeah, I would do it. It would really break my heart for a a Reds draft pick. He we thought he could be our future to literally send him to like the worst team in the league. <laughs> yeah, in the division. The hopes were that high for Sinzel. Oh, I oh, mean, he monster. was our first round draft pick, first overall, first overall pick, first overall number one. Yes. And is that is that showing any signs of coming to? Dude, when he, he just is, can't stop when, being when hurt. When he is healthy, it's it's fuck yes, man. Yeah. I've a lot, I was at a game and saw him hit three dingers. Okay, that's cool. I mean, cool. he is a freak athlete. Okay, he he was uh, drafted as an infielder, made his big league debut as an outfielder for like a couple seasons. That's impressive. And uh, and then just came in and played second base a couple games this year. We could throw him at third. He's a ball player. He's like he just gets hurt. He yep. just gets hurt and has great insane outfield range in great contact. And mm. he can just also would just be a doubles machine. I see. No, I mean the upside is still high. I oh, he's I also the sixth fastest player in Major League Baseball. Okay, yeah, he's they a, won't move him. The Reds won't. I hope not. Yeah, I, I hope not. Naquin though, I just that theory itself. It's just interesting. Yeah, to be able to move him and then just. 
throw Shogo in there and be like, all right, welcome to the show, man. Yeah. Welcome to the Shogo. Here you go. Now, you, this is what you came here to do. You came here, you flew over, and now you are here <laughs> to... Your, your wife was almost <laughs> killed by a tree. Did you hear about that? I heard a little bit about that. I still wish he was uh, Shohei Otani, though. Yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> no we shit. were We were one of the three teams courting him. Yeah. Uh, Shohei? Yeah. yeah. Really? He was almost a red. Yeah. Are you serious? Can had you a meeting no, here. No, no, yes. Yes. No. yes. Yes, had a meeting toward the ballpark, toward the facilities. Oh, why? Yeah. Why? Why were the Reds in the running for that? Because they were they wanted to they wanted him. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Okay, but why were there only three teams? I guess is the better question. Money, and the Reds okay. were willing to throw down, but the Angels went, "Fuck you, we're giving him a monster contract." Dude, if show if I mean this is a pointless conversation to talk about how good Shohei Otani would be as a Red, but it would he be, would hit balls into the <laughs> river That's, yeah constantly. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine that short porch? He would just, he would hit line drives that would go through the bleacher seats into oh. the river. Dude, you would need plexiglass around the lights yeah. at Great American because he would just keep busting them out. I'm so oh. hyped for him at the, uh, he's doing the home That's run derby. Sick. That's I want to go. I'll watch it this year. Where is it? Where is it? Colorado. Ooh. It was in Atlanta. Atlanta. And oh, it got canceled yeah, for the uh, voting rights yeah, stuff. Yeah, some voting rights shit. And they were just like, nope. We'll we'll move it. We'll see ya. See ya, Georgia. You fucked up. That's wild. Mm. So it it's interesting to see. I, you know what? I wish that there was a place. Oh my goodness. Where I could just do this live, you know, and have people pop in and listen. You know, is there a place like that that exists? Oh, was I supposed to do that at ten and fifty? No, I'm doing it at fifty. Oh, okay. But it that's that's uh. Oh, yeah. you're talking, oh, you're talking about Spotify Green Room. Yeah, I'm talking about Spotify Green Room. Uh, it's a live audio-only sports talk platform. Uh free to download and to use. Spotify Green Room is a free, audio-only social media platform for sports fans. Uh, start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app in the iOS or Android app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the sports drink group. Follow me at the new nasty boys to be notified when my room goes live. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room on whenever at some time. Now, there guys. Goes. Now here's where y'all. This the is this why you is all it. Show up. This is it, guys. This is the real deal here. Kansas City State Company wants you to make this your best grilling season ever. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with the code SD at checkout. From classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to hard-to-find specialty cuts and more. Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. And join their butter, tender filet mignon, hearty Kansas City strip steaks, and savory ribeyes. It's been a hard year, so enjoy being together again by bringing the steakhouse to your house. With Kansas City Steaks, go to kansascitysteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. That's kansascitysteaks.com, code SD. Guys, send me fucking steaks. <laughs> send again, we're back. We're back with them, and my freezer does not have a box in it that says Kansas City Steaks. Uh, I felt like there was a lot, a lot, a lot on the line during that Don't ad read, and now I get that? it. It's now. palpable in the room. I've said that before too. It was crazy, man. Your speech changed towards the end because your mouth was literally filling with saliva. It's yeah. a lot. Like you, you have a such a palpable reaction to 
uh, talking about meats. What is Kansas City Steaks doing? Not not hooking you up. I mean, it's crazy. Send the guy an outfit to wear. My God, anything. I you give me a styrofoam steak costume. I'll wear it in the streets, spinning a steak sign. Yeah, he will. Easy. My man is the meat czar of Cincinnati. And you're not sending me shit. Maybe it's because they're from Kansas City. What do they have against us? I don't know. You're not from there. I don't. Maybe that's true. Yeah. Well, if they're shrinking their market size to one city. I don't know. I don't know if we have That's any not, listenership in old Kansas City. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I would be super surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look at the hot map. Yeah, you're right. I would be very fucking shocked. You know what? Now I'm going to get on, get an Allegiant flight to Kansas City, and go <laughs> knock on their fucking door. Give them a knock, 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 knock. Who's there? Me, motherfucker. Give me steaks. It's hard to say no to a face. Yes, yeah, that is, true. That is yeah. crying, asking yeah. for free steaks. Yeah. <laughs> crying, crying, but also really mad. <laughs> yes, dangerous. A- That's a dangerous yeah, human. Your tears are scary, yeah. dude. I heard about your USDA uh, prime cuts, and I want one. God damn it, motherfuckers! Yeah, yeah, just going in and out. Oh, so mad. So mad. So looking in, looking up at this next week, knowing that. We called up John Osich. Josh. 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 Homie. Josh. Hello, Josh Osich. Welcome to the yeah. show, baby. Welcome back. Welcome back. And uh, I'm sorry to your buddy. And didn't call up Phil Deal. Didn't call him up from AAA. Didn't start the clock, huh? You're really worried about that guy not being in your pen when he's had a hell of a fucking year so far. Phil Deal. Phil Deal. Guess why? He's the real deal. That's a great name for that, a pitcher. That's a great name. Yeah. Last name is Deal. Deal. Is, Deal. is it spilled? Deal. Spell, spelled. I've got it right. Fucking. Billy, the king of tabs. Here. Oh, dude. An unreal amount of tabs. I had it pulled that up. That is a whole lot of tabs. Oh, yeah. Gives your boy. Philip Deal. Okay. Oh, okay. Rex Specs. The Rex Specs got it going here. This year, so far, here, I think that we acquired him... I forget how we acquired him. But anyway, he's in AAA right now with a 2.37 ERA. He's pitched 19 innings, give up, given up five hits, five earned runs, three dingers, but has 25 strikeouts. So just death by dinger. Death by dinger, mm. 11.8K per nine. That's pretty good. With a <coughs> .947 whip. Also pretty good. Taint bad. Why, why is he not here? I don't know. I mean, we've got a... Can you, can just a revolving door. Right. How old is he? That's a great question, too. 73. Mm-hmm. He is, that would explain it. Yeah. That would explain why. yeah. <laughs> He's 48. Here, I can find that, that information out, because that isn't right there. All right, so hold on. How many walks? How many walks? Yes, sir. You are looking at three walks. In 19 innings? You said? In 19 innings, That's followed by 25 Ks. That's pretty good. Yeah. Im- impressive. Yes. Very impressive with a 1.4. I mean, I mean, it's really just a home run issue. It's five hits, and 60% of those go over the fence. Right. Coming to Great America. Yeah, you know, it's feast or famine. Well, they're probably giving Osage a 26. shot. They're like, hey, we're going to see what we got. Okay. Has he been in the big leagues before? I don't think. It doesn't look like he has. Let me see here. I remember when we picked up Osage in the offseason. Okay. Did you? He did. Okay. We did acquire him from Colorado. Okay. In the Bob Steve trade. Yes, that's where. He did pitch, and it wasn't great because he was pitching in core at cores. So 2020, he had six innings pitched, seven earned runs. 
and two of those were dingers in six innings pitched out there at the Rocky Mountain High. Yeah. But in the year before a full season where he had pitched 7.1 innings, I mean, he'd given up three homers, negative, zero homers, zero earned. Oh, that's Hartford. Jeez Louise. I just lost it. Jeez he'd Louise. Up, he'd given up one dinger. Stop fucking moving on me, you piece of shit. One dinger with a 9.8K per nine rate. Given up ten hits, mm. six earned runs, one dinger, but in seven point one innings pitched. Well, I'll tell you Not what, Bill, I don't give a fudge who we call up as long as they get outs. Yeah. That's it. That's right. I, outs. It, this is a tired statement to make, but like, if the Reds had the sixteenth best <laughs> bullpen ben. in the league, we'd be in first place. Are they dead last? Easily. I think we're probably dead last. Yes, hovering there, and that's with like periods where. The boys go out and 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 string together like a one run week, you know, and Doolittle and Hembry and uh, I mean especially when we had Antone, but Sims and people will go out. Bradley Bratch would looked good for a little while. Okay. Now he's getting touched. I mean, it's like it's just been such a committee, and they're all hot at the same time. Or it is you know Man. like this evening five runs in the bottom of the eighth. Tie game, 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah, that's not good. That game's not supposed great. to be put away. Against the lowly twins. Oof. I don't know, man. That's I know. You don't know how to... I, and then it's... We talked about our you, schedule. You, you can't take a team seriously that's last... No, you can't. ...and bullpen No. Even ability. if you're first in average. No. Yeah. And yeah. looking at advanced bullpen stats, again, I mean, the Reds are second to last in holds. That is uh, not a good stat. Yeah, that that's you lose a, a lot of games. Do the Reds ownership have access to these numbers? <laughs> right, right, exactly. I have access to these numbers. Yeah. Can we send them an email? Yeah. Yeah, man. If they open it. But it's also kind of crazy when we looked at this too. It's gotten worse. The Reds are number one in baseball with 82 games entered with runners on. So there's the starting pitching is not leaving them in good situations. Yeah, they're coming or in. Maybe they let the starters finish that inning. You would think and let them fucking get Bell shelled. can get really cute. That's one that's uh. a that's a criticism that you could have on David Bell. Just like you could have on any manager sure. if it doesn't work out. There's a lot of second guessing. You know, yeah. uh, but he on a, a couple occasions this year has, in my opinion, pulled guys too soon. Okay. Oh, dude. That was that was something that drove me crazy is you you get pulled too soon, someone comes in and cashes your runs. Yeah. And then you have to be okay with it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like you can't be yeah, an asshole about it. Like, this is so mad. <laughs> this is so mad. So here's something wild too with inherited runners looking at this, you know, like number of runners on base when pitcher entered the game. The Cardinals are first with one twenty nine, the Reds are second with one twenty. Followed by the Cubs, tied with us with one twenty. No but the Cubs have a far better bullpen than we do. Yeah. Mm. And that'll mm. be it's, it's like when a division Is so uh, Evenly matched Right mm-hmm. Like these teams We have different strengths And different weaknesses And all of those Kind of balance out Into pretty much The same level of team Yes I don't think that the Cubs And the Reds I don't know if there's Too much of a huge difference Could you make an teams. all-star team Of the NL Central And it wins the World Series yeah. yeah, easily. Okay. Oh, for sure. Okay. 100%. Yeah, man. If yeah. you could give me... That's a great... 
that's a that's awesome a question. question yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yes. You guys answered like it was a dumb question. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, like, no, sure. no. I like okay. it. 100%. And I will give you the right now. if the answer was no... Then, then you have then we, then we should cancel the season. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, you've got, you got Winker in left. You've got Casty in right. Uh, who would I put in center? Out of everybody, fucking. Uh, I'm trying to go through here. Center field for the Cardinals is like is Harrison Bader. Yeah. Center field for the Brewers is Jackie Bradley Jr. For the Cubs, you have Hayward. No, he's no, right. No, he's right. I don't know who plays center for the. <laughs> is it Hap? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I think it might be Hap. Center field for the Pirates. I don't know the mascot. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> Shortstop, you can go. I mean, Baez. you got a lot. You go Baez. Then go you got Adam Frazier that you could throw somewhere That's in there. True. Adam Frazier, I'd put him at second. Yeah. And wait, first wait, wait. base. Castellanos over Arenado? No, Arenado's a third baseman. Yeah, Arenado at third. My bad. I'm Arenado at third. And that's bad. a tough yeah, one no, you're because good. you got Arenado, Chris Bryant, and Suarez. Oh, I moved Chris Bryant to center field. Center field, Chris Bryant, Arenado at third. Um, who you Baez at short. You got Joey Rizzo or Goldschmidt. I am going. Oh. And then you can DH Yelich. Yes. Yes. And then your starting oh, yeah. five is nasty. Yeah, that's pretty good. Your starting <laughs> five is, yeah. could be nasty. It's like Contreras behind the dish. Yeah. Um, what about pitchers though? That's, Woodruff, that's, Burns, Flaherty, Flaherty when he's not hurt, Castillo when he's not brain hurt, and Gray. Yeah. And then my bullpen is just the Brewers. Yeah. <laughs> Devin Williams, Josh Hader. Yeah, they're they have bullpen. Craig Kimbrell. Uh, TJ Antone. Yeah, that's a good team. Yeah, that's a really good team. We should, uh, since we're like you know trying to rewrite rules and and the, there's the league is in flux. We should ask them if the Central can consolidate. Yeah, into let's the, do that. If we can get team. all the good teams on the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Here's what do you I think do. They'd listen. Here's what I do. I take the whole fucking week off for the All Star Game and have it each constructed in each division, and have that be the All Star team and they play in a tournament. That would be fun. That would be cool. That would be so fun. <laughs> And that then the be cool. that's the best division. And then that division gets an extra wild card spot. Damn. That would be so that's fun as fuck. See, that that's the kind of moving and shaking. And it seems we like a huge thing, but a huge thing is needed. A huge that thing is, is needed. fun, man. Honestly, I love that. Mm. I think that's a good idea, Bill. Um, dude, guys. We're over here solving the fucking problems of Major League Baseball on this podcast. Man, can and we, we can't zoom get fucking Manfred? Manfred's ears. Yeah, dude. I'm pulling him up now. Yeah, get him on. Uh, <clears throat> call Manny Boy. <clears throat> he's he's probably too busy uh, blowing Joe Torre right now. Mm. Joe Torre's still alive? Yeah, he is. The, he's in charge of the umpires. Okay. He's the guy who also created, like, is set all the rules for the replay and stuff. So, okay. you know, someone who's really attached to the game. My dad just told me a story. He was on, like, a company vacation back in the 90s. I think it was 97. Yeah. And he was out in Hawaii. Up at the bar is just Joe Torre. Mm. And my dad just sat there and shot the shit with him for, like, 30 minutes. They just cool. They were, like, in the middle of winning World Series. And just he's fucking just hanging. And he was just in Hawaii fucking chilling. That's it. He was a real cool guy. Just let him talk baseball and shoot the shit. Sure. Yeah. That's so awesome. I know, man. Have you heard that Bill Burr story where it's like, he's like, man, you know, now I'm all in these Star Wars movies after making fun of people on the Star Wars shows. <laughs> and then my buddy Joe DeRosa was just like, 
yeah, I talked to this guy at the bar. He kept buying me drinks for three hours. I don't fucking know who he is. And then uh, he's like, yeah, he did something with the Yankees. He's like the manager, whatever that is. And he's like, that's Joe fucking Tour, you dumbass. <laughs> he's buying you drinks. He don't know who the fuck he is, you nerd. So now I got back at all these fucking nerds. So That's really funny. It behooves of us to even just touch on whatever else happened to the Padres series and the detriment that happened to the bullpen and what happened on Monday night and today having that huge win, even though, you know, Art Warren In got spite. touched up. Bad. Let's look forward. We've got four against the Braves at home. Let's go. Let's go. Are you going to go? You got to go see I'm your... I'm going uh, Friday. You're going Friday? Yeah. Why won't it let me look at uh, the... How are the Braves doing right now? Are they running away with the East? No. Oh, no. no. They are fucked, sir. They're, they're starting rotation, rotation without Soroka and just piecing oh, it together has yeah. been... Wait, Soroka got hurt again? His Achilles is still messed up. He came back quick, dude. That was, that's the one energy, one injury I, I am glad that I never had. And I, every time I heard about someone having it, I was like, that sounds like the worst injury ever. Very painful. I am. I am He's so young. They're and, currently 34 and 37, five games out. Of the, okay, yeah. so a little wounded animal coming to Cincinnati for four games. Put your fucking foot on their throat, baby. When you have, um, here's, here's, here's your probables. Thursday, Santian, and this is crazy. Going in Thursday for the Braves, it's still TBD. Mm. And all of their starting rotation is TBD, um, according to the apps. But you got Santian, who needs to bounce back after beating absolutely shell. Yeah, they, they yeah. And he still hasn't pitched into the, he hasn't pitched out of the fourth inning. I know. So, it's not good. Make it or break it for you, dog. And then uh, Saturday, you have Luis. Which we'll I, see. We'll see. It's just again. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. That's, it's such a just such a bummer to say that. We'll see. No, that is that's the case. He had four starts in a row where he was back to being Lulu. Yeah. The game that we went to, he pitched, and it was the game where he was like he half in, half out. Yeah, he had eleven Ks. He also went like four and two thirds yeah. with four walks and four earned runs. Mm. You know. I mean, it's. We'll see what happens with old. Is Sweet he just Lou. not throwing strikes? Is that is that what it comes down to? He's I think not he was afraid strike. of the zone. Okay. Because then it's when he got good. in there, he would get a little little, little shelled. Okay. Because he his slider his his changeup wasn't moving as much. Okay. It didn't have that crazy nine inch break on it. It yeah. also just kind of fell in love with the K. Fell in love with the strikeout. When it's like, dude, you could throw two pitches and that motherfucker can go take a seat if he grounds out to yeah, Jonathan Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, though. What, when, you, when you've been blessed with fucking lightning, for, yeah. that's all you want to do, bro. Just cape, yeah. you just sit motherfuckers down. I've been there. Down. When I throw an 87, I was like, I just want to fucking punch I tickets. Yeah, bro. exactly. <laughs> I will. Punch Here's a chair. Grab a seat, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. And then uh, Sunday's Tyler Malley, who had a great start. Okay. He's stud, baby. Malley and Miley. Keeping us yeah. in this fucking truly, season, truly, dude. Miley truly. and Miley. It's truly. crazy. Because um, he got shelled his last start, didn't he? Yes. Yes, he did. Not good, but he's, he's had two always... two bad outings. Two. Of course, he was due. He's had two bad outings this season, and other than that, it's pretty much guaranteed quality start. 
Right. I mean, he'll get you six and two thirds. He'll get you seven and a third. Oh yeah, he didn't get. How complete. is he going to do in the? How would he do in a playoff level competition though? He was we'll great. Things change. We'll because there was a lot on the line. I mean, they were going for the sweep against Milwaukee, and he fucking punched his ticket. Okay. Yeah, absolute gym. Okay. And then last, and yeah. then after after your team has been completely emotionally drained after losing four in San Diego like that. So he went out yesterday. First? He went out yesterday. He had four innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs three walks eight k's that's not complete and utter dog shit yeah. it's not it's not good though well not the bar that he's set for himself right mm-hmm. and when you have this guy who has emerged now as your ace eight k's and four innings so that's pretty I mean, that's good so he's probably still confident yeah like, he'll be he fine good it's yeah, just sometimes Mally, it'll Mally, happen Mally, he throws 92 right on that inside part of the plate and if it moves quarter of an inch <sighs> we'll see ya yeah so sometimes that's hap- that's happened to him. It happened to him against Chicago. He's a guy who, uh, when he has a bad day, it's two or three in the bleachers. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's that it's that you know it more than anybody. But yeah. it's just that minute. When his stuff isn't there, they're just hitting balls. Okay. Yeah, he gets. <laughs> yeah, just, he gets. They're just at home runs are his problem. Yeah, he gets a case of dingeritis. That's funny. are they everybody's problem? Yeah, and then they and can then be you've got contagious. Yeah. yeah. Then you've got that makeup game Monday against the Phillies, and then you've got two at home, three at home against the Padres, and then we'll be talking again on Thursday, on the first of July. All right. Wow. So the the boys take a day off tomorrow. Huge. Then we're starting off like we just said. We got four the Braves in town, and the ba- the babes needed to come home. So we've got seven seven game home run. What's our uh, Oh, it's longer than that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm look okay. And so it goes into, you know, and the next week at the last end of that week, you have that you've got that Thursday against the Padres and then the Cubbies. Whoa. And then three at home against the Cubs. That's huge. You have another home stand against the Cubs. So in that 10 game stretch, where do you where do you see the boys? Mm. Well, it sounds like Atlanta, they they need they could potentially take three yeah uh they probably need to take three and uh they're doing three with the padres yeah you gotta take two at you home you have to man you better get one you better you better at least get one yeah, don't get swept again but i you know i'll go i'll say i'll take two out of three against the padres okay i think that's a little hopeful yeah well it, I, of I, course. Am, I am a very hopeful okay. man I think that they can win six of the ten games. That would be pretty good. Just you got to inch it forward. Just six keep, and four. Just keep, yeah. just keep inching forward. You know, it's I, the the, the five hundred is a fun barometer. Yes, you know because it's like we we finally reached five hundred for the first time in a really long time. It was the first time we were five hundred in June since like two thousand and what. 14? 14. Yeah. 2014. And then we got to 500, and then we hit the fucking gas and won six in a row. And okay. we were five games up. Yep. And then we lost five in a row, and we got to 500, and we were back at 500. And then we came out today, five in the bottom of the eighth. No, fuck that. We win. Like, it's that's for me. It's yeah. just like the eye on 500. Stay on the n- north side of that. Have to. Have yeah. to. Have to. Have and to. Have to, have have to. At the break, if they're a game or two above, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, because they're right there because the rest of the Central is going to be like that too. So it's just going to be all. It's going to be a. a it's going to be a dog It's going to be a dog, all dog summer fight. Long. Yeah, all summer long. Nobody's pulling away with anything. No. I'm signed up for it. It's going to be fun as fuck. Yeah, it will be very fun. I. 
you've got the Cubs and the Brewers tied at the top with 40 and 33, and then us and St. Louis are tied 36 and 36 with three and a half back. Okay. So yeah, you stay five. You stay 500. I'm with you. You go a game or two above. Going into the All Star break, knowing that you have just the one trade deadline. Yeah. You can feel good about this team and where you're going. I agree. You have to. They got a lot of heart, these fellas. They got a lot, they do. A lot of fun. personality. Got some motherfuckers in there, yeah. which is good. Uh, and I feel like you should reward a team like that. You, they need to give an, be given an opportunity. Agreed. Because uh, yeah. they play hard, man. Yep. And, uh, they play hard, and they have a lot of fun when they win, and they're fucking pissed when they lose. Yeah. Collect and together. Yeah. They have fun, and then collectively, they are all just like motherfucker yeah. in the I dugout when they they're party, mad. How, how, if they party together. I don't know... If, so I have in nineteen I saw Winker and Senzi at the end of the and Amir at the end of the bar at Jefferson Social. Okay. So I do know that that, that core group does hang out together. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing where I'm at with this. You get to five hundred. That's that's where we that's where as fans we want them to be. Here's the thing that's calling it from the top. Your ballpark is at hundred percent capacity. Mm. If you if people come out. And it's like, man, these guys are close. They're in. The, they're in the hunt of it, and the ballpark is full. You have given Bob a reason to open up his checkbook and say, "Okay, I have revenue coming in. The thing that I lost in 2020." Because that's the whole rationale is saving money. Okay. After that season, right? Because they lost money instead of you know they run the Reds at a break even, which means whatever comes out goes right back in. I don't know how much I buy that, but. <laughs> Nobody gets paid. Nobody makes money. No, that's it. It's just like fucking major league. Uh, so it's just like that. Once that shows up and there are butts in the seats because you have these guys on this type of run and this type of excitement, and it goes back in. Then I think that it happens that they open up. And they're like, "Yeah, we can trade for this guy and pay him for the rest of the year." We yeah, can that's what you. Yeah, Rich Rodriguez like, or a Paul Fry or a Trevor Story. If only we Ooh. could rationalize with them using their own rationale. Like, yes. Invent. It, it's all money for you. It's all just bottom line. There's right. a lot of money to be made. Yes. There's 45,000 seats that you can put a button every single one of them and a hot dog in every single one of those mouths. Yep. And it's like, you got to shit or get off the pot. I it's went, the Reds motto. Went to the FC Cincinnati game on Saturday. Oh. Went to that full new stadium, and it was fucking awesome. It was full? It was 100% sold out. Awesome. It was ruckus in there, and that team is bad. Yeah, yeah. they're bad. They're bad. Yeah, and people are still psyched. How? Let's get behind this with a team that could be really good, and people will shell up and sh- shell out and show up. Yeah. So please, I know you listen to this, Bob Castellini. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> and guess what, Bob? You ain't getting any younger. Man, what do you think, Bob Castellini? Doesn't even know what a podcast is. He has no fucking clue. No, how old is he? Idea, a hundred and five. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't at know. least. Yeah, he doesn't no know. clue. So spend the money, make the moves, do something. You can't just be quote unquote what what Crawl said, treading above water. Yeah, and. Hoping for the best. That time is over. You know he straight up said that at a press conference. Yeah. It's over. This is shit or get off the pot. Let the people know, man. Get them. We do a podcast about this shit. We're invested. Yeah. We're invested. Well, people invest in us for it, too, which is Go crazy. Go to a game. Go to, Go a, to a game. game. It's so fun. Yeah. Go to a game. Buy a Cincy shirt. It's great. Yeah, buy a Cincy shirt. Specifically <laughs> a Cincy shirt at the ballpark. Fuck yeah. That would be excellent. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, what do you say? Shall we round third? Let's do it. Let's round third and head for home. Jack, what do you have coming up, brother? Plug some shit. Uh, plug maybe an open mic tonight at uh, Proof. Uh, no, I don't, I don't really have anything to plug, guys. I'm be plug out. a World Glass Bar. Yeah, well, Okay, World Glass Bar in Mount Adams coming at you uh, July 9th and then every other Friday until the end of time. Until then, it's in Mount Adams. Uh, yeah. Doing uh, a couple shows coming up. Once I get back from uh, Gulf Shores, maybe I'll just live in Gulf Shores. Oh, Family vacation. You Start a scene uh, down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Start smoking some Marble Reds. Help fit right in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I got some shows coming up. I don't, I don't know. Check me out, bro. I, I, people know where the mics and shit. And the yeah, shows you are don't have there. an Instagram. I don't have an Instagram. Facebook Wise only. Man. Wise, I don't know. I I don't know. A happier man. Do you have a Twitter? I used to. Used to. Yeah, but I I cashed it early 2020. I said I'm out, bro. Fair enough. Feel yeah. that, man. Yeah. And easy name to remember, Jack Snodgrass. Look him up on Facebook, and uh, yeah, if you if yeah. you fuck around with the Cincy scene at all, you'll see the man out. He's I'll be around. Dude. And then just copy and paste his name from the title of this episode, because that's what it's going to be. There yeah. it is, Jack Snodgrass. Drack Snodgrass. Yeah, Drack. Drack Toddcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the Drack Toddcast. <laughs> there it is. We started. Thank before you. you. I just had, I just started a podcast. Fuck guys. yeah, man. What do you got, Bilson? I'm gonna oh, you're be... about to hit the south, Southern Trail. I'm in Florida this week. That's why we're doing this on a Tuesday. I'm going to be in the lovely state of Florida telling telling my jokes. Uh, I'll be at Off the Hook Comedy Club Wednesday night. And then I should probably just pull up the rest of my dates. I can do that. I have them here. If you're in Florida and you listen, there is there are Reds fans in Florida that do listen to this podcast. I have seen it on the hot map. Okay, it there you go. It does exist. Uh, June. I have Floridians. Here we go. June 23rd, I'm at Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida. Crazy Uncle Mike's, June 24th in Boca Raton, Florida. Um, and June 25th, I'm at Kelly's Brothers Irish Pub in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And then June 26th, I'm at Gregory's Comedy Club in Coca Beach, Florida. All opening for the main man, Ricky. Well, damn. There you go, dude. How about that? Fucking A. A little Florida cool. trip. July 15th, High Grain Brewing. There we go. And July... Hold on here. Here's the other one. July 6th is five points. Okay, cool. Have you done that yet? I have not done five points. All right, points. you're on that one. There you go. Book July you. 6th? July Put it in the 6th. calendar. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, you can see me at July, July 6th. 6th at the five, five points. points. Park. 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 It's fun. Park. Let's go. Yeah. It will not rain. I have already talked to God. Uh, <laughs> Well, right the fuck on. Yeah. I already prayed. Lee, you have something to plug. I do, man. Um, a couple things. I've got a big thing Saturday. If you can't come Saturday, it's fine. Tomorrow, Wednesday, I'm at... Uh, this will come out Thursday, yeah? This is gonna. I'm going to put this up as soon as we're okay, done. Okay, beautiful. To, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, I'm at 20s in Walnut Hills. It's a fun show. Thursday, come to this show. It's fun. Motormouth at Motor Pub down in the basement. Hype for that one. But... Honestly, if you can come to anything Saturday, I'm taping a special at The Warehouse. It is, uh, reach out to me on the New Nasty Boys Instagram or my Instagram, however you would anyway. I'll send you the address. Two shows, 7.30 and 9.30. Great. It's going to be wild. The cameras are going. The the set is rolling. Oh, were you clapping? I'm about to clap for are you. you yeah, this is so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> 
Round of applause. No makeup. <laughs> no makeup. No makeup. Maybe, honestly, I don't know. Maybe a little makeup. Dude, There's you some wear nice a, cameras. You should wear a wig. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, just, do, just go out there and do something. I, I was considering being the first comic to shoot a special in shorts. Oh. And just like fully set the trend. But do it. Own it. I might. I might. I don't know. I don't want to be like the... Burt Kreischer of legs. <laughs> well, I think Sammy T might have started that, though. Yeah, he. I don't know if he taped anything. Oh. Yeah. But started wearing the shorts when we did that outdoor show at Go Bananas. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know. It's free. That's not what I'm... Con- yeah, it is. I'm just really excited, man. So You should be. That's what's happening. It's going to be crazy. That's I awesome. have a live feed going to my phone from when well, I'm in Florida, so I'll be able to watch it. Beautiful. We'll see that. Uh. That's the thing that's so crazy is like, obviously, I wish you could come, but I mean, in a couple months, you'll be able to just search Lee Kimbrell on Amazon Prime and my goddamn special is going to pop up. Wow. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is so I cool. Know, I know, man. So that's what I'm plugging and come to that if you can. Please do. Also, I love you. Did you, did you get to meet Bezos? Yeah, Jeff Bezos <laughs> was actually the one who called. Yeah. Yeah, Gabe. Jeff Bezos and then the actual, the real owner. A lot of people don't know this. The real owner is a man named Jonathan Amazon. <laughs> oh. So that's, yeah, that's the guy who fronted Bezos all the wow. stuff. Wow, did wondered. Bezos call you on his crypto phone? He did. He called me. He reached me through an NFT. He I'm said. getting paid in... NBA Top Shot, yeah. I'm getting paid an NBA Top yes. Shot, man. I've negotiated it in my contract. That's amazing. I'm excited, man. You should be. It's going to be awesome. Yes, it is. So check that out. And rounding third, headed for home in the far future, Lee Kimbrell. And then I'll talk to you guys about naming it. I don't know what I'm going to name it yet. Big Stinky Hog. Big Stinky Hog. Yeah, that really encapsulates <laughs> me as a person. It yeah. is Big Stinky Hog. Yeah. yeah. I'll That's talk to you about it off, off, off mic. I like that. Yeah, Jack. Thanks for coming, man. Dude, Dude. this was awesome. Excellent. Thank you so podcast. much. Please happy to, come happy back. To do it. Any, literally, anytime. Oh well, done. All yeah. right, done and done. Now baby. you have a reason to watch the Reds every day. Yes, I do. I check. I follow. I really do follow. I, I wish them nothing but the best. <laughs> yeah, why I, 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 I want them to win all of the games because. You know, it would be cool if they were really good. You can go on like a five-minute walk from your front door and see the stadium. I, yeah. I, I, it's so romantic to me. I can't even put it into words. Yeah. I, lo- I love it so much, and I want them to be good, so we need bullpen help. Yes, we right? do. Okay, send bullpen for the sake of uh, Jack. For my life, guys. Yeah, for I need quality this. of life, all of ours. So we're going to buy you the spider tack. We're going to yeah. get you into shape. We're just going to run you on a, a 2021, I'm coming, or wait, 2022, I'm coming back. I got to start playing catch again. Yeah, uh, you at least got Actually, just, no, I want to hit, dude. Fuck spider tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming back as a center fielder. Yeah, dude. yeah. Show off that range. 33 year old center fielder who's never. I couldn't even check BP well, so I don't know. DH only. Yeah, there we if go. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. It's true. <laughs> Fucking A. Well, thank you so much. Thank you to Sports Drink. To uh, Spotify Green Room. Thank you, Kansas City State Company. Send me meats. (laughs) Send the man some meats. And uh, thank you for listening. And as always, go Redlegs. Stay nasty. Let's go. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, 
the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.